Kelly, right? Yes. Good morning, sports fans. Mike Andafo here at J-Town Skyview Park with my man Kelly Patrick. Kelly, how's it going today? Going great. Ready for a big show. We got three hours of non-stop football talk this morning. We are at Mixing the, a little bit of Ronda Rousey and MMA talk from well, last Well, we got night. a lot of stuff to talk about, I think. We got the baseball trade deadline. We've got, uh, you know, college football practice starts this week. NFL tra- camps are in full swing. I was up in Cincinnati Friday, and I know the Bengals got started Friday. We got all kinds of live reports from Bengals camp Friday. So far, the Bengals are undefeated. I guess you like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're going to go undefeated this year. They're going to go undefeated the whole year. Yes. All right. There we go. So <clears throat> we are out here at the Pigskin Preview for the Louisville, Louisville Youth Football League. And uh, just out here enjoying some youth football. It's, uh, it's, a, great, it's a great day out here. Uh, beautiful, sunny day, low humidity. And, uh, you know, looking at lining up an interview right here. It looks like we got a, uh, the name is Raylan. Raylan's his name? Graylin. Graylin. Okay, Graylin. I, I heard his coach touting him as, as he walked up. Sounds like he had a touchdown and an interception, I believe. Is it Graylin? Hold on. Let's get him on. The, let's go ahead and put this on, buddy. Nothing but the best here. All right. Graylin, how you doing? What's your name? Braylon. Braylon. There we go. We got that. I don't know where like I was Bray- Like Braylon Edwards. Are you like Braylon Edwards? Yeah. Yeah? He's he pretty was, fast. He was good. He was big. I don't know if his hands are the best, though. So. Played, in the, league. Played might, in the league for a while. You might have better hands than Braylon Edwards. You don't want to go to Michigan either, do you? No. Where, where would you want to go to college if you go to college right now? Louisville. Louisville? You want to be a card? Don't you want to go somewhere where you can win a national championship? Yeah. Yeah? Can, All right. Mike. Oh, we're hitting hard already. Showing the ignorance. No, you got to go to the SEC, right? Yeah. SEC's where the football's at. Yeah? Yeah. So what grade are you in, Braylon? Fourth. Fourth grade, which means uh, it's a big year for you because you've only got two years left of middle school. Are you ready for Are you ready for middle school? Yes, sir. Yeah? And then, uh, so tell me what's, what happened today. Did you all win? Yes. And how'd you play? I played good. I got an interception thrown by Jeremiah Blakey. Yeah? And that was a touchdown. Then I caught a you re- Wait, you returned the interception for a touchdown? No, I caught – I was receiver, and I caught the pass for a touchdown. Gotcha. So you got two – you're playing both ways. Is that correct? Yeah. So we're going, uh, we're going a little bit of a, a cornerback, a little wide receiver? Yes. Yeah, all right. Not bad. So as a corner, are you more of a cover guy, or do you like to tackle people? Cover. Yeah? All right. Get those picks and then uh, take it to the house? Yeah. All right. That sounds good. So, Braylon, what's next for you? Where, where do you go to school right now, Braylon? Tully. And then where are you going to head next? Where's your middle school? JCTMS. And then will you go to, hopefully, where do you want to go to high school right now? Uh, Any idea? No. No idea. Wide open. All right. Well, that's that's awesome. So congratulations on a big game today, Braylon, and uh, getting the win. You're with the Easton Warriors. Is that correct? Yes, sir. All right. We got someone else from the Easton Warriors who wants to hop on real quick. You want to hop on? All right. Thank you very much, Braylon. Braylon, good job, buddy. The touchdown I like this and kid the interception. Because we're, wa- we're running, rolling in here with the Under Armour uh, uh, cleats, which is a, which is awesome. I'm Under Armour all the way. So even my sunglasses, you see that? Yeah, you like Under Armour? All right, we can't hear you nod on the air. We got we got to say yes or no or something. Yes. Okay, perfect. There we go. What's your name? Nathan. Nathan? And uh, how would you play today? Good. Yeah. Are you an offensive line, defensive line guy? Yes. Which one do you like better? Both. You like them both? Yeah, protect the quarterback and sack the quarterback? Yes, sir. All right, I like that. I like you get any tackles today? Mm, about like one or two, probably. Yeah? Okay. That's all right. You're, it's more than just getting tackles, right? 
Yes, sir. Yeah. All right. So uh, where do you go to school? Goldsmith. Goldsmith Elementary. Are you going to be a Seneca Redhawk one day? Probably. Probably. Okay. So then uh, big things will look out for you. And if you had to go play college football anywhere, where would you go? Um... Louisville Cardinals. All right, man. Bobby Petrino racking it up here at the Louisville Youth Football League. He needs to be out here right now, you know, passing out some scholarship offers, don't you think? Sure. Isn't that how he works? Because he's getting his tail kicked by Mark Stoops right now on recruiting trail. So he needs to come out here and get some work done. We're going to no comment on that? I, I would beg to differ on on-field production. Speaks other. Uh, it's a little too early. Sorry. All right, Cornathan. Pleasure. Thanks for sitting down with us. We'll talk Thanks. to you later, man. All right. So, again, the pigskin preview, we've got – we're gonna have little guys out here all the time, uh, getting sitting down after their after their events over. Right now, we are uh, uh, looks like we got a Fern Creek team out there. I'm gonna guess by the uh, the gray and the uh, orange, and uh, can't tell who the other team is, but that's all right. Uh, you know, getting some things done. Football season. Football season is officially the, here. The dead period is about over for us in sports radio. Each year, Mike, you and I go through a, a little bit of a lull. It's only a couple weeks though. <clears throat> Seems like it's longer than that. Yeah. Unless our Reds are doing anything of value, which they're not. Usually we can, you know, at least get some basketball recruiting stuff in. True. That kind of stuff. Speaking yeah. of which, I received word that Kentucky, I guess, is looking to bring on a new, what is it, an Australian for next year? They've got a New Zealand kid that they've had committed for a while. Okay. Um, I didn't, I haven't heard of anyone else uh, besides that guy. He actually could come Christmas, if, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, so yeah. his eligibility being an international player is... Something that's been questionable, or, or? Uh, I think all the anytime you bring those international kids, it's it's always questionable on what can happen and what cannot happen. Even the ones that come to the states for, especially the ones actually that come to the states for a little bit. Looks like we got a long touchdown run right here. Uh, a, man, a big big run, maybe 40, 50 yards. So, um, but yeah, I think that's always a the case. So, is it always the case? Carl Car- yeah. Towns. Generally, I think it's always the case. Carl Towns was not a was, did never went to high school in uh in a Dem- Dominican. In a, in a, in a, his mom's just Dominican, so. Oh, okay. I think we're gonna get the someone from court. Yes, Kelly. Kelly from court, and Kelly is uh, doesn't know it, but Stephanie, she, Stephanie from court. I'm sorry. <laughs> Stephanie from court is here, and let's see, we gotta get that microphone around. We might have had those headsets actually in the wrong ear. Get Stephanie all set up here, Stephanie. I take it you're an ATC. I am actually a physical therapist. Physical therapist. Yes. So do ATCs and physical therapists not like each other? Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> no, just not <laughs> I used to be, uh, that's what I, how I got through college was athletic training. Okay. So, yeah. Wonderful. So it was, it was near and dear to my heart. And uh, so Court is, uh, I guess, the official sports medicine provider out here at the Pigskin Preview. We are, yes, trying to pass along some information to coaches and parents about injury prevention, safety, um, FMS testing, functional movement screens that um, can help to prevent injuries. If we can find um, what we call asymmetries or um, just things that don't look right before the season to hopefully work on some exercises and programs that will prevent them from getting hurt. Absolutely. And then uh, Court, Court does a great job. Uh, supporting youth sports here in the state. They work very closely with a lot of the high schools, um, some of the colleges. I know they work with Spalding University. Yes, work with Spalding, IU, um, Southeast, over in southern Indiana. Um, so, yes, we provide a lot of the JCPS schools and some of the Catholic schools. and All the way down to these youth levels. Absolutely. And uh, so it's a big part. So so we're out here, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start getting some kind of controversial with you, I guess. 
we've got, I'm guessing, fourth graders, since we had a fourth grader sit down, a young man. Oh, uh, I, I know where this is headed. There's a lot of, I, I know I'm a Catholic school athletic director, and we just recently had our third and fourth graders start to hit okay. with helmets. A lot of the people, I am of the impression that um, generally you don't have a lot of these kids go through their body changes yet, and so they still kind of bounce. And if you can teach them how to hit before they really have a fifth grader who could look like a freshman in high school or a fifth grader who looks like a second grader hit each other, it's usually probably a good thing. There's a lot of concern, though, about the weight of the helmet on a kid with a neck this strong. What is the overall? Do you think that hitting at this age is a good idea? I think with proper instruction, I think it comes all down to the coaching and making sure that the coaches of these kids have some kind of formal training and that they are with proper instruction um, that these kids are safe. You know, you've got similar body types hitting each other. And as long as they're using safe technique and um, correct technique, then I think it's safe. I know a lot. Of the other thing, too, is a, a lot of the Catholic schools are uh, are facing very low participation numbers, all-time lows participation numbers. Is that something we're seeing across youth football in general? I think it is in general across the board, and I think, uh, you know, the word has gotten out there, and we're looking at the scary part of it, and right. that's all that's being presented um, and not the portion about if with safe training, with correct technique, that – um, there's no reason these kids can't be out there playing football. It's kind of, uh, it's, I think it's magnified by the fact that we, my favorite football team is the San Francisco 49ers, and basically everyone on their defense has retired early because of the risk of what the long-term effects of not only the head injuries, but I just think overall in their body the football can play. Right. So, uh, but yeah, I think it's definitely magnified by that without a doubt. So, well, Stephanie, you're going to be out here all day? We will. We'll be out here until about 3, 4 o'clock this afternoon. And uh, are you doing free screens for kids while they're out here if they come by? Or just doing general care? Just general care okay. if they need anything. And then um, any coaches that are interested in having us come to their practices or give talks about concussion or the FMS screens, they can come on over and we can sign them up and um, be happy to help them take care of their team. Awesome. Well, Stephanie, thank you very much for stopping by. All right. By. Thank All you. Right. All right. So, Stephanie here with Court. Court is out here again at the Pixcam preview. Uh, pretty awesome, Kelly. Pretty, pretty, really nice day. It's already starting to get a little hot though, even though it's kind of early. Yeah, we've we've only got two hours and forty-five minutes left in the heat. <laughs> well, and then we had. Uh, this is typically our knockout hour. It is. And uh, significant day or oh, weekend wait, 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 in the wait, world. Wait. We got to get this guy right here on on the on the mic. Hold on. Are you got? You got to go. You got to come back or not? All right, Tendai Cherisika, former Louisville Cardinal, just walked past. Uh, uh, one of the best high school running backs to ever play in our area uh, by far. So, uh, great, great player. So, uh, hopefully we can get him back on at, at another time. Um, Ronda Rousey last night, since we are in the knockout hour. Um, you, you did not watch the fight, I take it? I saw it, but I didn't see it live, but I saw it. Okay. Illegally. Is that no, the kind no, of guy you no, are? No comment. All right. Uh, 34 seconds. This, this, uh, 34 seconds is whatever. It's similar to Mike Tyson in the, not that it was a knockout the same as Mike Tyson. Well, I don't know. <laughs> kind okay. of, she, looked, she was she, dominant, but she but, was, she, and she definitely knocked her out. Similar to you get all the attention that goes into a big pay-per-view event and you pay the money, you get with your buddies and it's a short climax. Yeah. Uh, you know what though? It wasn't that way for me because the, the card below it was awesome. Oh, it was a great card. 
and uh, the the fighting was fantastic. I mean, the ring was just covered in blood. Um, it was way better. The last preview, the last one I watched with is John Bones Jones, Daniel Cormier. I was with you, and that card sucked. Let's just yeah. let's be fake. Let's face. You know, I got there about ten last night. We got left. The thing was over about around one thirty, so three and a half hours, and I was enthralled the entire time. I mean, it was it was really good. The UFC has a superstar, and it is in the form of a female. It's Ronda Rousey. And the problem is, is though, what do they do with this superstar? She can't. There's no one for her to fight. Okay, yeah. she's so far better than anyone else. From insurance, there's no way their insurance will let her fight up a weight class. Like Chris Cyborg. And there's no way that they'll let her fight guys, although I think she would have beat a lot of the guys I saw last night. And, and that's nothing to say. I mean, that's just how bad this girl is. I mean, she is. But as much as we say parody is good for individual sports, I would beg to differ. I think that Tiger Woods at the top of his game, he got the most attention when he was undefeated. But he had a Phil Mickelson. Yeah, what? Yeah, what Phil Mick- had- was Phil Mickelson a legitimate Rival for, I would for say Tiger. He, I mean, he definitely was not as good at the at his peak, but he was definitely was not. And he was not. They were not at the, the peak at the same time. Between Tiger and Phil is much greater or much less than the difference between Ronda and the next. Whoever at a certain it is. point, who wasn't David Duvall one of Tiger's rivals? I mean, yep. Tiger's went through many different rivals. Okay? Absolutely. And, and there's other examples. Who would we say? Um, Lance Armstrong would be probably the best comparison in my opinion because there's literally nobody else across Are you the saying that ronda rousey's uh doing something illegal with blood doping or steroids no i would guess that she's not actually yeah you never know do they have these two in all seriousness in the ring last night both of them were showing off their back and he's something awful where it's like come on now i mean you knew yeah, but they, they test pretty strict they're pretty strict on the testing they had uh this guy bigfoot i'm, I'm assuming you know who silva. that is bigfoot silva who is uh I, I was also that bigfoot silva match was like uh Two guys my size and my age, and I was like, man, I couldn't even imagine trying to get in the ring and trying to fight somebody. So, well, you haven't Silva, been training to fight ever since you were four years old. You don't know that. I could be a. a I'm going to go out on a here. limb and say you have not been training to fight since you were four. Ah, uh, you know. So, okay, we got to. We're going to sit down. We're going to talk to a parent real quick. Lindsay. All right, here you go, Lindsay. Lindsay, how are you doing? Good. How are you? I'm um, pretty good. And uh, you have a son out here playing right now? Uh, no, he's not playing till seven. Okay, seven tonight. Yes. All right. This thing's going on all day. So the, uh, um, so you're out here early. Or are you uh, volunteering or just kind of? My friend, her son's playing right now. Okay. So the, uh, is your son a fourth grader? What what age group? He's going into fifth grade. He's going, a peewee. All right, going into fifth grade. Awesome. As a parent, what kind of concerns do you have over just having? out there and tackling at such a young young age <laughs> i mean it's scary i don't want them to get hurt but you feel confident in the coaching and yeah yeah i'd say so yeah so the overall uh what has been the benefit to your son playing playing peewee football um it's good exercise that teaches them discipline um what, what position does your son play um he's a fullback Fullback, okay. Right. So is he kind more, of a lost art position? Right yeah, there, is yeah. he more of a blocker or does he just ha- more of a blocker? More of a blocker, okay. okay. Yeah, I would, I would describe that as a lost art, but but it still there's still a place for it. Absolutely, especially in youth football. Uh huh. I think it's really and important. in certain college programs and high school. Yeah, yeah and high, certainly high schools, but and in the NFL, there's still fullbacks. 
Not every team doesn't. Just not the dominant fullbacks like the Mike Allstott. But Mike Allstott wasn't even a good blocker. Lorenzo Neal, I would say, would be a better example okay, of a good that's blocker. That's fair. So, uh, <laughs> does he play on the defensive side too? Uh, yes. Linebacker. Um, I'm not really sure what position he's going to play on defense. He's kind of a rover. Oh, thanks. We'll he's, go there. He plays defensive end. Defensive end. There you go. <laughs> All right. Defensive end. There we go. So, uh, you know, defensive end, that's a, that's a position that's, to me, That's a big money athletic. position. Yeah, that's absolutely. why she was throwing up the money signs. <laughs> you get drafted in the NFL if you're a sack defensive master, end. you got, got some money coming. There you go. Yep. So, uh, and your son really enjoys How long has he been playing football? Since he was five. Okay, awesome. And w- at what age did they start tackling? When he was five. Well, at five years yeah. old. Wow. And so they had to start wearing helmets at five. Yeah, and I I didn't know that they did it. And he told me in the car one day, he said, sign me up for football, and I'm not talking about flag. So wow. I had to, then I figured out that they did, you know. So we just went over to Hikes Point and been there ever since. Hikes Point Optimus League? Mm-hmm. So he plays for the edge, edges. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, I know Dennis Edge really, really well. Is that, yeah. is that his coach by any chance? Um, no, he is the, uh, I think he's the senior coach. But Okay. I've awesome. known him for I've known him for a long time too. All right, yeah, Dennis and I uh, coach basketball together. So, um, all right, well, enjoy your beautiful day out here. Yes, thank. You. All right, okay. I think we actually are a little late for a break. We need to get to our first break of the uh, show. We're out here again for three hours, out here at Skyline pa- Skyline Park for the Pigskin Preview. We will be right back on fourteen fifty WXVW. All right, welcome back to 1450 WXVW. We are here at Skyline Park for the Pigskin Preview Louisville Youth Football League. Mike Andolfo and Kelly Patrick here until noon. And I'm joined by a very special guest right now, former Sanix Tiger. We're not going to go up past that. That's all that really matters. Bernard Jackson. I got, hold on, I got to turn your mic on. All right, there we go. Bernard, you there? I'm here. What's going on? All right, man. Yeah, so coach out here yeah i coach for the heights point lobos uh returning to a program not okay. returning i've been there for 11 years with a bunch of great guys coach marcus martin and uh yeah all right yeah and that's the also so you're working with dennis edge and all those guys yes, too coach edge, yes uh,
All right, welcome back to 1450 WXVW. Mike Indolfo, Kelly Patrick here at Skyline Park in J-Town for the Pigskin Preview, the Louisville Youth Football League, uh, watching some football, getting ready, just getting geared up for football in general. We apologize for our technical difficulties, but we are back on the air uh, and rolling. And we have a special guest right now, Kelly. This is Darian. Darian, how's it going? Good. Darian, who do you play for? Hikes Point. You play for Hikes Point? Mm -hmm. So do you play on Bernard's team, Bernard Jackson's team? No, I just... Left that team. Oh, you did? Ago. All right. So, what position are you, Darian? Quarterback. Quarterback. What about on defense? Are you just are you such a valuable commodity on offense on, at quarterback that you don't play defense? I play corner. You play corner, corner, and quarter. Mm-hmm. Does that ever get confusing? Because no. they're so similar. Mm-hmm. Corner, quarter. No. Okay, that's good. So, uh, but quarterback's your main thing. Are you a? Mm-hmm. What kind of quarterback are you? Are you a a running quarterback, or you can you chuck it downfield? 
I could chuck it down the field. Is that what you like doing the best, or do you like taking it? I like throwing it. Yes. Yeah. Talk about what what kind of uh, what what do you need to have as skill wise as a quarterback? Because do you play basketball? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like being the point guard, right? Mm-hmm. So tell me, kind of what quarterback? What's what's your responsibilities as a quarterback? Um, have a great attitude. Yeah, that's that's really important. Um, have have don't yell at your teammates. Um, he he yells at me all the time. Yeah, I, Should he yell at me all the time? No. I think it it adds to the show. I'll I'll you know I'll do my own thing. What do you think? You know why he yells at me? No. Because I'm a Kentucky fan. Are you, are you a Kentucky fan? No. Are yeah, you are? Me neither. But wouldn't you rather play in the SEC than the ACC? No. No? So you, if you got to choose where to go to college right now, you go to Louisville? Or would you go somewhere else? Probably go to Oregon. Oregon. Oh, okay. That's a See, good choice. He, he wants the Nike stuff. Can't, yeah, can't. Uh, he wants to have a different uniform combination. Oregon's a, if you're going to be a quarterback or anything on offense. Oregon's a good, sp- good spot. Not for the up. NFL, but. Well. Joey Harrington. Joey Harrington. Mm, no. No. Marcus Mariota's going to flame out. There was a guy a long time ago. Who was it? I'll look long, it Oregon State had Bledsoe. No, Washington State had Bledsoe. Washington State had yeah. Bledsoe. No, Oregon had um, somebody like 40 years ago. I'll check it so out. So you want to be a duck, huh? Yeah. Do you ever watch the Mighty Ducks? Have you ever seen that movie? That uh, Mighty Duck. Like a vine? No, Mighty Ducks is a hockey movie. You ever seen that movie? No. No, it's good. You should check it out. Ducks ducks flock together. Oh. you have to check it out sometime. It's really good. So it's, you're going to the sixth grade. Mm-hmm. You don't know where you're going to school yet, Mm-mm. but you're, uh, you're, you're going to go to Newburgh. Okay. We got, we got the official word. You're going to Newburgh. Are you, are you excited about middle school or a little scared? I'm excited. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, now, now you go from being the big, the big kid to being the smallest kid. Again. Again? Why? Well, that wasn't that long ago. I was, a, I was in kindergarten. Yeah. You, when you were I'm kindergarten. The so you're prepared. You're ready for this. All right, good deal. Well, Darren, I appreciate you. Uh, what time do you all play? 8.30 night. 8.30 tonight? So you're just going to hang out here all day long and watch football? I'm going home. You're going to go home, take a rest, take a nap, drink some Gatorade, get ready to go, have some lunch? Yeah? All right, sounds good. All right, Darren, thank you for joining us, man. Dan. Dan Fouts is who I was thinking of. Well, that is way back. Yeah, I that's, said 40 years ago. That's not too Did far you say off. 40 years ago? I said 40. That's pretty good, man. I called that. That's that's impressive. Achilles so. Smith was another bust from Oregon. Close to you, uh, the Bengal home. Yeah. Yeah. That's well, right. Mark Stoops uh, not doing so well out here at the uh, Loyal Youth Football League. No. But uh, he's, again, doing all right on the other football, on the on the other recruiting trail. He's killing it right now. Big day, big week for, for Kentucky football. I know you're following it closely. Oh, I can't wait. They, Kentucky uh, football gets me But really did you excited. see them? They got like three four-star commits. They got a five-star commit from a sophomore. I don't know. You know, the chances that kid come on campus, I guess, is 50-50 at best. But at least you got a commitment. You're in that conversation with a five-star kid from Florida uh, and not a Vince Merrill recruit either, which is fantastic. And then the number one recruit in the country for this year announced that he's going to visit UK. Wow. That's pretty awesome. You got a first place, first place vote for the uh, for the East. For the East. That's right. It's gonna be a year, man. It's you gotta a, you gotta produce on field though. Kentucky year in year out in the off season. What do we hear? Why, about? Why, why do we say year in and year out? It has not been like that year in and year out. This I was very. When was it that that old man? Um, what was his name? The Brooks. Coach? Brooks. When did he and you mean Andre like when Woodson they went to like five straight? Yeah. What years? year was that? What year was it? Andre well, Woodson's year. Two thousand was it? Two thousand six or two thousand seven? Okay, that's ten years ago. Well, I'm not harping on ten years ago, am I? Well, that's what I'm harping on. Oh, are you? Okay. 
I don't know. We can talk about. I mean, we we can take. It I'm talking about else, now. But if we're talking about Kentucky football, I'm talking the last about now. Time, that the last the time they were relevant was ten years ago. The talent gap between Kentucky and Louisville has shrunk. Talent and, on paper, talent correct. And you can't say how do you? I mean, Petrino didn't do much his first year. Offensively, Louisville's had much more coach. success in recent years. Well, what's that mean though? It means that on the field they recent years you also had Crackthorpe. So I mean, okay, can, well, can we can eliminate the last ten years or nine years if you want. I'm not I'm going to choose to actually take those into consideration. I'm just looking what's going forward. It's okay. We got a, we got an interview lined up here. What do we, All right, what we got? Who we got here? I'm going to let you Kelly, you got this guy? Sure. Sit here, buddy. Get this. What what's your name? Here, we got the audio on here. Laquan? Yes. Okay, Laquan, tell us about yourself. What what uh, what, what team do you play for? LSA Lions. Okay. Laquan, how, how old are you? Twelve. Twelve, all right. You got a game today? Yes. Coming up here soon. What time's your game at? Twelve. Twelve, okay. Uh what 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 position are you, Laquan? A lineman. Lineman? You play the line on offense and defense? Yes. Okay. What what school do you go to? I go to Cameron. Cameron, all right. Any idea? If you could pick right now, where would you go to high school? Male. Male, all right, you got it. That figured out. What about college? If you if you could Louisville. play college, Louisville, not a second. I mean, Louisville that's, or Oregon. Louisville or Oregon. It's the second Oregon choice we've got there, and it's tough to argue with if you're if you're going to be on a uh, looking for a prolific offense to be a part of. Oregon's about as good as they come. Yes. Um, you like playing on the offensive side of the ball better, or on defense? Defense. Defense. Why? Because you like tackling people. Yes. Is today your first game this season? Yes. Okay. It's like their exhibitions. How, how old were you when you started playing football? I was nine. Nine. Awesome. All right, buddy. Appreciate it. Thanks Thank a lot. You. We Good appreciate talk. you coming on, Laquan. We're going to go to real quick. We got another special guest. We're going to sit down real quick. Uh, Ron Brooks. Who Most people, I guess, would know who Ron Brooks is, right? Well, Raymond Brooks. I'm sorry. You know who Ron Brooks was? Uh, Ron Brooks. Played at uh, played at Bellman when I was at Bellman, oh. and so I got confused there. You know, it's it's uh, Raymond Brooks, but Ray, Raymond Brooks is the father of, Ray, of uh, Louisville Cardinal Ray Spalding. Oh, okay. So getting ready. How how's Ray's uh, how's the summer been? Man, it's great. He didn't put on about 15, 20 pounds. He's getting used to the system. It's it's, it's great. He's gonna be he's gonna be ready. Are they excited about going to Puerto Rico? Yeah, yeah. He's very excited. So they uh, they leave here like really soon, right? Yeah, they leave on uh, Wednesday. Leaving Wednesday, or, and you're heading down? Uh, no, I'm going to next weekend, the weekend okay. over the weekend. All right, cool. So uh, the importance of this kind of trip, I guess, for Raymond when he's you know new, it, it kind of accelerates, I guess, his whole path of, uh, of just that freshman year and getting some gameplay and, yeah, and really yeah. helping out. Get to play against a couple pros. It, it, it helps. It's going to help just to get the jitters out. How does he feel like this whole – I mean, there's so many new pieces to this team. How does he feel like they're all fitting together? Uh, man, I think Coach has done a real good job putting this group together. They they legitimately like each other. They hang every day and and they they share the ball. I, they, they, it's gonna be it's gonna be way better than I think we thought it was gonna be. All right, Raymond's got to go because he's got to run to a, a youth basketball league. Yeah, so game. we got to uh, we're gonna let him go. And I think we're actually we got a couple more minutes maybe before the break. Real quick, we Ray, got a couple. Ray, of... appreciate you stopping by. All right, good luck no in Puerto Rico. All right. We're going to get got, another kid in real we quick? Got, we got real quick a couple guys, uh, one offensive, one defensive from Fern Creek. We're where gonna where are we at? Right, Where's here, our... right, right here. You here? Yep. Sit down with down, buddy. What's your – here, let's get Is that Under Armour equipment there, it, Mike? Do you recognize uh, that? No, that's, that's Rawlings, but that's okay. Okay. 
All right. So uh, what do you got? What's your, what's your name? My name is Alex Wilson. Alex, Alex Wilson. Wilson. Alex, and what do we see? Are you uh, going to the sixth grade? Um, How old are you? I am eight years old. Eight years old? Wow. Oh, my goodness. You're a big eight-year-old. Are you, like, the biggest eight-year-old in, uh, in your class? I guess. You guess? Okay. Well, does everyone come up to, like, your chest when you walk around school? No. No? No? How, how's, uh, how was your football game today? Um, it was kind of good. My son's eight years old. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And my Not son's quite that the, big. He's one of the tallest kids in this class, and I think he would, like, seriously come up to, like, his armpits. Alex, what, what, what position do you like to play in football? I like to play. You like running the ball or you like tackling people? I like tackling people. Like tackling people, okay. It's always better to hit than to get hit, right? Lower the boom. Yep. Yeah. Playing right. for playing for Fern Creek and, and it sounds like you would be our defensive representative since you like to tackle people. Are you D line? What you, what position? Um really left. Left defensive tackle. end? Left tackle? Left tackle. Gotcha. Right. Alex, our, we appreciate you coming on. Good luck right, to you Wilson. today. Thank you. Good luck. All right, we got our offensive, guy. offensive representative from Fern Creek. All right, here we go. Is this our man? He's got – threw the ball away. He's got some uh, flair to him. You're not You're not supposed to throw the ball away. You know that? You're supposed to secure the ball, hold the ball at all times. I know. You do? What's, what's your name? <laughs> Nathan. Nathan what? Parker. Nathan Parker. Fern Parker. Barker? Yes. Like Drew Barker. Yes. So, like, you're a U.K. fan then? No. What? <laughs> but you do know you do know who Drew Barker is. Where are the UK like. fans around here? There's gotta be some UK. Are, are you a U of L fan? Yes. Okay. You have, you have a favorite player on U of L? Um, Ever. Yeah. You like Teddy Bridgewater? Yes. Yeah, me too. Those I are some Teddy. snazzy Under Armour cleats he's got going on there. I can't tell if they're black and orange or navy and orange. They could be they could be Auburn Tiger or they could be are they Fern Creek Tigers out there? Creek. Fern Creek Tiger. All right, Mr. Barker, what position? Mr. Do you play? Barker. Running back. R- running back. Okay. You got some moves? Yes. What's your What's your go-to move? Uh, Do you like to spin away from people, or no. you just run them over? Or you just run know. away from them? You, you truck just... people, or do you try Do you try not to get hit, or do you like to Do you like to truck people over? Try not to get hit. All right, that's, that's fair. That's good. One. All right, I think we're Barry gonna... Sanders famously would always say that. We got We got like three minutes, so we're gonna try to get one more in before the end of the break. Appreciate All right, thank you, you very Mr. much, Parker, for jumping out. Jackson. Oh, okay. Jackson Jack Savoy. Savory, like Savory. related to Chip Savory? Is that your dad? Oh, man. I can tell you some stories about your dad in college. Let's hear it. Radio's a good place for that. No, we're not going to do that. Okay. So, Jack Savory, actually, um, we, uh, we got the player of the game. Jack, what position are you? Quarterback. Quarterback? All right, so how'd you do today? Uh, played pretty good. Yeah. Yep. Will you be a DeSales Colt if you uh, as you get older, or what do you you don't know yet? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. All right, because that the Savories are pretty big out at the sales. So, uh, so did you? Uh, was it a passing game for you today or run the ball? What? More passing. Okay. Didn't, he didn't want me to get hurt, so. No. Yeah. All right. Did you throw any touchdowns? Uh, no. But I threw. I threw the ball pretty good. All right, man. Well, is your first? This is your first one out there, right? First time out there this season, getting uh, getting all ready to go. Yeah. Going to have a good year? Probably. Pretty good year. All right. Well, uh, we're going to hit number uh, 64, I guess, is hitting here, too. You want to get in here real quick? Mr. Sapori, we appreciate you joining Congratulations us. Congratulations for being the player switch? of the game. Yeah, yeah, we'll switch with you. we got about a minute left here for we got the next guy coming up. Good job, Jack. Good job, Jack. 
All right. How you doing, sir? I'll hold your helmet. Here you go. I got you. I got it. There okay. we go. Real quick, what's your name? Dorian. Dorian? Another yeah. Dorian. And are you a Louisville Cardinal or Kentucky Wildcat? Louisville Cardinal. Oh, man, another one. I'll tell you. Batting 100 today. Uh, offense and defensive line? Yeah. All right. How'd you do today? Uh, good. Did you have to protect that guy? Did you do a good job protecting him or did you, was he on his back a lot? Yeah. You did? did? Yeah. They ran it behind me a bunch. Good. That's a, that's a good sign right there. Yeah. Left tackles like make a lot of money. You going to be a left tackle? Yeah. All right. That sounds like a good idea. All right, man. Well, congratulations on a good game, Dorian. Thanks. Uh, we're going to head to our first break, uh, our first hour break, and we'll be right back on the Weekend Sports Bus. This is WXVW Jeffersonville. Welcome back to 1450 WXVW. Mike Indolfo and Kelly Patrick here on the Weekend Sports Buzz. We are back to our natural time slot right now, 10 to noon. Kelly and I have been out at Skyline Park here in J-Town watching some football. What do you think, Kel? A lot of action out here, a lot of participation. It's good to see a lot of people from the community out here involved it, um, it, on a it, Sunday like this. It's football season. This is the pigskin preview for the Louisville Youth Football League, and we were actually talking about that uh, Former Tennessee volunteer and Washington Redskin Bernard Jackson out here coaching. Former Louisville Cardinal Tendai Cherisika out here coaching. Uh, a lot of these guys, it's kind of funny because they're guys that are my age, that are dads, that are finally kind of turning around and giving back. You know, it's, it's really cool uh, to see it all come together. And you got some really good football going on out here. So what do, what do you take on the whole head injury prevention would you let your son's how old? Six. So th they said that they start hitting at five years old. They put a helmet on kids and start hitting at five years old. Would you let your son play tackle football? If he really wanted to do it, I would let it happen. Um, hasn't came up yet. What about you? Your son's eight. My son's eight. He played flag for a year, just didn't really hit it. You know, my my son, um, he's more of an individual sport guy. He likes golf. He likes he likes judo. Those are his two sports that tennis. he's really. He doesn't play tennis yet, but I th he I think he would like tennis. Um, uh, it's not that he's anti-team sport. He just kind of beats to his own drum kind of the guy. So, um, but I don't know. I, I go back to my, I didn't start playing football until I was an eighth grader and I didn't last very long because I was so thin and scrawny, if you can believe that. And, uh, I got, I broke my collarbone within like the first three weeks and that was, that was kind of it. Wow. And then I was in sports medicine ever since after that. Really? That's where I know Bernard and Tendai from and. Uh, it's good to see those guys out here. I mean, those they, it's just really good to see those guys. Mike Gandolfo, uh, center of influence here at the football field, is everybody who walks by he knows That's not or true. has some connection to. Not true at all. But, uh, you know, you always it's, it is fun to watch these kids out here play hard, and it's their first real day out here under the sun, you know, with the pads on, getting to hit, getting to hit a little bit. Uh, it just goes to show football's not that far off. It's right around the corner. Are you excited? I am. Are you more excited about the, your NFL season or the college football season? Being that I'm a Louisville fan. Then you got to be in the NFL because I think Louisville's going to take a serious step back this year. In step back? Yeah. Really? They're not going to take a step forward. Okay. How many games do you think they'll win? 
They'll be in the seven to eight range. They'll, they'll go to a bowl. Okay, well, that's not bad. I, I bet you I'll, – I'll, I'll make a bold prediction. Kentucky and Louisville end up with the same number of wins this year. They both go seven and five. I disagree. I think Louisville's a better football team, and I think their schedule is not quite as difficult. I would agree with that. Okay. But so so uh, what, what? I, I think the way the balls are going to bounce this year – the the thing about Louisville's schedule is, is you're right. Their schedule is not as difficult, where I think they've got more definite wins on their schedule than Kentucky. But I don't know if they're going to outperform their schedule. So yeah. I'm looking at uh, – well, they're going to lose to Auburn. I mean, they're going to lose to Auburn. That's all we got to say. They're going to lose their, both their SEC games. They lose, So that's two losses. They're going to lose to Clemson. They'll lose to Florida State. And they'll drop one other ACC game where their five losses, seven and five for Louisville. And Kentucky on the on the flip side, I think, is going to also go seven and five. You ask if I'm more excited about college or NFL. To be honest, there's so many storylines across the NFL, so many places where I have a vested interest. Obviously, I'm a Bengals fan. I think they're still a very strong team. They've got always a stout defense. Uh, I'm very interested to see how Adrian Peterson and Teddy Bridgewater will team up this year. I, I in Minnesota, you, by the way. What I, do you, with what? I, the amount of potential storylines in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, it's from, just a business. It's parody. It's It's got... It's continuity. Is there a lot to be said for? It's different. It's a different animal, and I'm not being anti-college football. I'm just saying, if you ask me what I'm more excited for, my qu- my answer, the NFL. Well, I mean, as we're all preparing for our fantasy drafts right now, it's hard to pinpoint who would be the number one pick overall in a fantasy draft. And Eddie Lacy's usually, getting some votes. That's usually not the case, right? I mean, usually it's pretty obvious. Who the uh, number one pick overall can be? Maybe, maybe it goes back to being AP. I mean, would it be crazy to take Peterson number one? No, I don't think so. All, all he did when you are a running back in the NFL, the reason you have such a short shelf life is because you get the hell knocked out of you when you run the ball. Is it? And, and all he did was took a year off, which I would argue could help him. Should help him. Yeah. So you're going to have that storyline that I think the Vikings are going to be much better than what people expect. I agree with that 100. percent um, even though I'm a Kentucky fan, I'm I'm cheering for Teddy Bridgewater to have a really good career. I, you know, it's hard not to love that kid. Same as is with the Packers and Randall Cobb with yeah, me. You know, exactly. I, I love to see Stevie Johnson fell off a little bit. Where's he at now? I mean, I don't even know. All right, so so let's do a rundown of the relevant. Elvis Dumerville is with the. Is he still with the? Uh, is he with the Ravens? Is he with the Ravens? That's right. He is with the Ravens. Okay. Who else is relevant? Wesley, from- Wesley Woodyard. Okay, he's with the Titans. Da- with the Titans. Okay. Isn't that right? Danny Trevathan? It could be. This is where internet would really help us right now. Yeah, we got internet, but I'm, I wasn't prepared to go that way. No, it's okay. So, I mean, you know, sorry whatever. to – where were you wanting to take it? I was going to go on, like, looking at the top top 20 guys in the NFL. Okay, let's see know, that. Bring especially that with the first game of the year is going to be the Steelers and the Patriots. No Tom Brady. No Le'Veon Bell. But it's going to be the first time football is out there. So. And it's two of the most successful franchises in the history of the NFL. It is. Arguably the two outside of maybe the Packers. Who's the most successful franchise oh, the in the history of the NFL? The 49ers. Why? They've won six Super Bowls? Or five, I think, is what they're at. Okay, well, well, the Steelers have won more than that. I think the Steelers are a five. Really? I, I believe so. I think Ben Roethlisberger's won two. Terry Bradshaw won four. I'll, right? pull up, I'll pull up the number of Super I think Bowls. Terry Bradshaw won four Super Bowls. The Steel Curtain. So I don't think he did win five, but let's see. 
let's let's. No, I said he won four. Four. And I know Ben Roethlisberger's won two, right? Well, Roethlisberger has won two for sure. Okay. Well, Terry Bradshaw is not considered one of the elite quarterbacks in the history of the NFL because okay. of his individual statistics. Steelers have six. Cowboys or 49ers have five. Cowboys have five. All right. So the Steelers have, are the winningest Super Bowl franchise in the history of the league. Yes. And you say your 49ers are number two. With the Cowboys. Boys are tied in number two. Okay. Yeah. But but the Cowboys, uh, how many did? All right. Jimmy Johnson went two. Right. They were, they Barry were good Switzer in the 70s won, too, though. Barry Switzer won one. Obviously, they had uh, the guy I mentioned earlier. Uh, Tom Landry. No, the quarterback. Oh, Troy Aikman? No. Who did they win in the 70s with? Dan Fouts? No, 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 no. Uh, Dan Fouts was with the yeah, not stop Stallback, not Fouts. you didn't mention Roger Dan, Fou- Dan Fouts was with the Vikings, right? Uh, Dan Fouts was with the Rams. Rams, okay. Yeah, that's before your time though. That's okay. No, I'm uh, no, were, no shame in me not. No. You were a glimmer in your daddy's eye when Dan Fouts was playing. All right, so we got the Steelers. All right, so go, continue with your list of well, the best players. Overall, too, beyond that, since we're talking about the teams. This is going to be an interesting year for me because I think you're going to see some teams drop off and you're going to see some teams start to rise up. I think you're going to start to see a little bit of a change in the guard. Give me an example. I think you're going to see the Vikings take a step up. I think you're going to see the Dolphins take a step up. I think you're going to see the Arizona Cardinals take their next step and to become uh, – They were real good last year. They were really good, but I think they're the next step where they're like in the division championship, possibly in the Super Bowl. Who's their quarterback? Is it Palmer? Who would have thought? In hindsight, me being a Bengals fan, sorry that I continue. First off, sorry that I continue to sabotage your points. That's okay. And make self centered around Kelly Patrick. In hindsight, should the Bengals have held on to Carson Palmer? No. He's having a heck of. I mean, I know that he's he is, injury plagued still. There's a, he was at that. But point, he's not the reason the Cardinals are so good. Is no, what you're saying. and I think at that point he was becoming a. Not a good source of positive energy. Especially considering you refuse to play. Yes. <laughs> Hell yeah. If you refuse to even go on the field, yeah, it's difficult to be much of an asset. Yeah. That's a I good point. I think the Bengals are going more in the Seahawks direction. I like a, it. I like good, it. With a good running game and, a, and a, you know, a standout defense. And that's basically what the Seahawks have won with in a serviceable quarterback. The difference between Andy Dalton... And Russell Wilson. Is Russell Wilson's more agile? Well, I don't. I think it's more of how they manage the game. Russell Wilson does not make the mistakes that Andy Dalton does. Yeah. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. And um, I think so. So back to the point. I think the Bills take a step up. Oh, I like the Bills. I don't know why. I, I you, you, we're anti-bullying in our society these days, right? Yeah. Rex Ryan is saying that he wants the Bills to be bullies. <laughs> he signed Richie Incognito. They got Mario Williams. It's kind of, it's He's kind saying of, he wants his team like to be him. bullies. That is kind of why I like them. Like I'm the not teams with that kind of an edge. I like I like the teams that have uh, a personality, and if there is a coach that embraces personality that we've ever seen in the NFL, it's Buddy Ryan or Sun Rex. If it and if it wasn't for the AFC West, who I don't think is going to be very good, I would say I would venture that the Broncos don't even make the playoffs. I start to th- I think you're going to start wow. to see them really slip, but, but I they think don't, they can right, still uh, hold on to win the West. Although, I'm who, who are they competing with in the Kansas West? Kansas City? Was that probably the top thing they're playing with, right? Because it's the Chargers, so the Raiders. Andy, Andy Reid and, and uh, Alex Smith? Yeah. Chargers, Raiders, Chiefs is the AFC West. Chargers? Raiders. Phillip Rivers is under the radar, really. I, I bet, I, I'll go out on a limb. I think Phillip Rivers will be a Hall of Famer one day. Yeah? I do. Well, he's got he's to start doing it then. I mean, he's not. What do you he's, mean? He's not like a baby anymore. He's not young. No, he's 34. No way, he's that old. I'll look it up. All right, I don't think he's that old. 
How old do you think he is? I'm going to go. I'll go with 30. Came out the same year. Okay. Let's see. Because uh, I'm. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, so that's what I'm thinking. I don't. You know, I think the Patriots trying to take a step back. I don't think the. Uh, but you said you think that maybe the. Many people are picking the Broncos. Because who do they have? They get DeMarcus Ware on defense. They got an older than dirt Peyton Manning who's done. Right? 33. Philip Rivers is 33. You were closer than I was. Hate to I hate to say it, but I won. <laughs> um, all right, so we got – you think Peyton Manning's going to fall off. They don't have any legit back. There's never an option behind Peyton Manning. No. It's different than the Tom Brady thing with uh, Jimmy Garofalo, who's going to step in and probably earn himself just an amazing contract, right? <laughs> right? Maybe. He is. You, I mean, it happened with Matt same, Castle. He's having with Tom Brady. No, I, uh, Tom Brady and Matt Castle. I know, but it happened with Drew Bledsoe and Tom Brady. Oh, true. So happened with your boy uh, Joe Montana and Steve Young. Yeah, it's happened so, over and over throughout. I mean, when you're talking about four games, I mean that's a what. What do you do if you're the Patriots and you're four zero after those four games? Bench Tom Brady. No, you don't. You don't bench Tom Brady. If your offense is, I mean, if if Garoppolo is putting up. All pro numbers, maybe. If you're off, because obviously you, you have to make the fiscally responsible decision, and that's what the the Patriots do so well. Robert Kraft, that's what they do from top to bottom. They cut uh, Vince Wilfork. They let Richard Seymour go. They they uh, they have no problem being unemotional and letting people go when it's necessary. Ask Drew Bledsoe, and and I think that at some point, so that does bring up an interesting topic at some point you're gonna have to let tom brady go you can't have he can't be your quarterback forever right he couldn't even be michigan's quarterback for more than a year so i just think uh i i think they take a step back and i think they're i actually go in the limb where they finish third in their division patriots wow was that if we're like in the bills Ch- true changing of the guard this year the bills who's the, the next face of the nfl is it russell wilson because tom brady and peyton manning have have dominated that for years I don't know if it's, it's going to be. It's not Colin Kaepernick. Because I, I think the Seahawks take a step back. Okay. And I, and the reason why I say that is I'm going to see how Russell Wilson performs now that he's got a major contract. And typically, those guys don't. They get the, they get paid and they kind of drop off. They get a little comfortable, right? You start worrying about getting hurt and and not getting your check. And Well, let's look at it. Let's think. Who, who's someone who won a Super Bowl and then – Drew Brees won a Super Bowl and then dropped off to a degree. Got paid. Statistically, he didn't. I'm just saying. Ben Roethlisberger didn't. So what? Do you, why, why, why? There's guys who get paid and then drop off. And then drop off. I don't know that it's necessarily Homer Bailey. Oh. I don't know that it's. <laughs> I'm just bitter about Homer Bailey. I don't know that it's necessarily that they they get paid and they drop off. I think that when you are paying Russell Wilson five hundred fifty thousand dollars a year, and you get to then have Cam Chancellor and Richard Sherman and, and Bobby Wagner and all the guys on the defense that you have, then all of a sudden the whole balance of your, your assets salary get, cap completely re- changes. Uh, allocated. Yeah. yeah. Your asset, your, your portfolio is reallocated and it's heavily emphasizing this quarterback who specializes in managing the game. Now, all of a sudden he needs to, I mean, keep in mind though, at the same time, Tom Brady at one point was known as a game manager. That's why we uh, that's why we see the trend is the teams that go out and spend a ton of money on these big time receivers. No team. This goes back to our theory we had a couple months ago. Where the teams that have won the Super Bowl with an All Pro receiver has been very limited. 
with even an all-pro receiver. Yeah. I think we went back. We did. We did. I like it. I, I, I like the theory. I'm a Bengals fan, and we got A.J. Green. We're paying him a lot of money. So, Going to pay him more after next season. It's really – it's like in, – in, in some ways, I think it's it's the idea of what the Reds are thinking about trying to do in baseball. It's like you can – you go out and you spend a bunch of money on a couple positions and then just – Fill the other spots the best you can, or do you kind of say, what? you know what, we're gonna have, we're gonna spread it out, and we're gonna ha- we're gonna be very solid. Really, we're seeing it with the Atlanta Hawks. We're seeing it with. But are the Hawks the, are the, the Hawks Golden, actually gonna take that type of next step? The Golden State Nobody Warriors. Nobody thinks the Hawks are gonna win the finals ever. All right, what about the Golden State Warriors? They've got the MVP of the NBA though. But he didn't get paid last year. That's the thing. He was. I mean, David Lee was the highest. Play player on the team was he? Yeah, and they got rid of him already, isn't he? So isn't he in New York? He's not in New York. I don't know where he's. Uh, Regardless, he was the highest paid player on that Warriors team. Yep. So you talk about that. You take that Warriors team, and when you talk about how your funds are allocated, you look back in the Jordan Bulls team. Jordan would take a lot less money too. So salary cap is always um, intricate. To the success, especially if you're looking at a lasting dynasty, right? Somebody just got stuck out there. Love it. The mating sound of plastic. Um, I, I, I'm one of those guys, especially in football. You need to, you need to spread the funds out, man. You know. Randy Moss never won a Super Bowl. Not have any holes. Don't have holes. Randy Moss is probably the most exciting wide receiver ever, right? Right. Maybe the most exciting player. It might not. It might not be sexy and beautiful. But you know what's going to be. You know what will happen. So you're saying certain positions are worth a lot of money, certain are not. No, I'm saying that I would, I would spread the wealth and make my team as deep as possible. Yeah, except you got to have a super. You got to have some some type of something to put you over the edge. Yeah, you know what you need to have. Mediocrity does not. An offensive line. That's all. Because in off, all these running backs out there are a dime a dozen. The, these running backs right now, that we, and that's why I'm struggling. I'm in a PPR league. I'm struggling on whether or not to take a running back number one because you get that point per reception. And I'm just sitting here talking about how you don't want the all-pro receiver to win the Super Bowl, but I think you might need the all-pro receiver to win the win a franchise, a fantasy football championship. The the You look at these running backs, and it really there, – there are exceptions. They're all, they're I, all the same. I, I agree. There are exceptions, though, to what you're saying. Sean Lynch and Adrian Peterson were both first-round picks. Okay, and it's no coincidence. They were, but they've got great offensive lines. They don't need great offensive lines. I think they do. I think they the way defenses are in the NFL right now. You think now, Barry Sanders had a great offensive line? No, but I think that's where football's changed. That was a long time ago, man. That was 20 years ago. You think if you put Adrian Peterson on the worst offensive more than line in the league? Ago. Adrian Peterson with the worst offensive line in the league, he I, wouldn't produce? No, I don't think he would. Really? Not Especially not the way he is. I'm not saying that he, 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 he wouldn't. It wouldn't hurt him, but let's say I'll take I'll give you AP. I'm not going to give you Marshawn Lynch. I think because there's lots of guys out there like the Marshawn. Eddie Lacy was a first round pick. He was. So was Trent Richardson, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So and how good is the Colts line? That's their one weakness, and that could be what holds them back from trying to go forward. Andrew, I mean, you mean run blocking wise? Run blocking wise, yes. Are my Bradshaw still with the Colts? I think so. So uh, I think when you take these running backs, you take AP aside, there is not much difference between these guys. That's fair. For every, and, every every example that I just gave, there's always a Terrell Davis or a – I mean, the list goes on and on. But it guys who come up. How good if, are those lines, man? Yeah. Those lines matter. That's what matters. So you put the money in the offensive line, you get a quarterback like an Andy Dalton or who can't – who not? let's go with Russell Wilson – a guy who can manage the game and not. So hurt you're him. saying you recreate this, the the Pete Carroll Seattle 
team that has been in the most maybe, recent two Super Bowls. They've at least been there. Probably maybe put more money into the defense than you do on the offense. Who's the favorite to win the Super Bowl this year? Seattle? I don't think they are, though. I don't. Uh, I have to check the Vegas odds. I'll pick well, those up uh, regardless of Vegas odds. Well, if it's Seattle, then I'll take the field. Because I don't think Seattle. I would, I would always take the field against anyone, though. You're not going out of much of a limb there, are you? No, you're not. But I, if I, you had to pick one team to put your money on, just off the top of your head, who'd you take? I'm taking the Arizona Cardinals Pittsburgh? this year. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Taking really? the Steelers. All right, I'm taking. I'm taking the Arizona Cardinals this year. Wow, with Carson Palmer. Yep. That buy into your theory. Yeah. They still have Drew. Although they do have Larry Fitzgerald. That would just crush the wide receiver theory. Yeah. Although he's not making as much money as he was. And I don't know. I mean. And he's not. He's not. I mean, he's honestly. Where's Where's Larry Fitzgerald rank among wide receivers fantasy wise in the NFL these days? Now, see, you're asking me all these things that I have to pull up. I can pull that one up. I'm just going to keep spitting out questions to you. you <laughs> y'all just keep randomly throwing them out. All right. Wide receiver wise, Larry Fitzgerald is. He's pretty far down the list. He's not near the top anymore at all. Actually, he's not even number one on his team right now. Who's Preston? Uh, Floyd. Malcolm Floyd. He came from San Diego, right? Michael Floyd. Michael Notre Floyd. Dame guy. Okay, yeah. Uh, man, I mean, he's way, way down there. I guess his... So the, his name doesn't even deserve to... He's still a, a valuable a valuable asset. They got him as the 130th player overall right now, according to DraftKings. 130th player overall? Yeah. Not wide receiver. Not wide receiver, right. A fantasy player, so that's right. not player in the NFL. That's player, fantasy player, yes. Huh. So he's not that valuable. Well, he's middle of the pack, right? Is that how you'd put it? Yeah. The, the main thing that they got there in Arizona, do they still have Darnell Dockett? They've got the defensive line. They've got the, the one of the Cromarties back there. They've got Calias Campbell out of Miami. The, I think six foot nine, 330 pounds or something. Have you seen that guy? The, here's, the, here's your Super Bowl odds. The Packers and the Seahawks are both tied at six to one. Packers and Seahawks are both tied as favorites to win the Super Bowl. The Colts are eight and one. Okay, the Colts can't forget about them. And the Patriots are nine and one. Okay. And I'm telling you right now, I would take any of the four of those teams. I wouldn't touch the Colts. I don't think their defense is where it needs to be. The Broncos are thirteen and one. Cowboys are fourteen and one. Ravens are twenty. So who are the four against? Seattle, Green Bay. Indianapolis, who's the fourth? New England. That's who they think, I guess, will be the AFC and NFC championship games. You can't really, as much as, as we like to sit here and project the downfall of of Belichick and Brady, can you really write them off? No, I mean, not until I guess they... You can't. You can't. You can. I do think that division... You, you, a lot of times you'll get burnt on it. I think that division is much better than it has been in the past. And I think that you got two, you got teams there that are... Because of Buffalo? Ready. Buffalo and Miami. Is Tannehill going to do anything? He's getting paid like he should. Yeah, I mean, this is a, his put-up-or-shut-up year, right? And he's got Devontae now. I think that's going to help him out a, a lot, right? You're, you're a Kentucky fan. You think Devontae is a— I think he's the real-deal receiver. Yeah, I do, too. I really do. Who's, who's, who's going to have a better way, career when it's all said and done? Devontae Parker or Teddy Bridgewater? Oof, Teddy Bridgewater. Okay. I don't know. I'll tell you what, though. That, that's why I think Louisville takes a, such a step back is just because— to me, there was such a difference in that team when he was there and when he wasn't there last year. And I just don't know if I'm confident in James Quick being the guy to step up and take those take those yards and take those touchdowns. So um, that's that's my main reason. I think the loss of Devontae Parker being so big. Not not really. I think they can actually be okay from the you don't think Bobby's they had. Your number two and Bobby will will, will produce. Some. I don't think he's got a quarterback that can carry it that well. 
that can or that can carry his 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 team that uh, well enough. I mean, I you're. I, I think their quarterback situation is highly questionable. That's fair. If Reggie Bonifon is still talked about as being their number one. You don't see him making – I mean, he's got the arm. And I'm, he's got experience he now. Has to Not be, many true freshmen come in and get to that type of experience. He has to be much, much better than he was last year. Yeah, he was a true freshman. He was a true freshman who played one year of quarterback in high school. Yeah, it's true. So, and I, he's got – and I, I just – And if there's uh, any coach to – uh, really maximize what his value could be. It would be him. It'd it would be, be Bobby. Bobby. It'd be Bobby year two. So I went to the Kentucky football kickoff lunch on Friday. Did you? Yeah. How, how was that? Shannon Dawson and DJ Elliott and Mark Stoops were all there. And uh, everybody's feeling real optimistic. I, I think they're yes and no. I mean, I think, I think in reality, and I can say that Kentucky's going to have as many wins as Louisville this year and just kind of poke the bear a bit. You can say, <laughs> but, but you don't really mean it. In reality, I look at Kentucky kind of being like Arkansas was last year. Kind of like a joke? No, Arkansas was good last year, right? But they still had trouble competing in their division. And now this year, it looks like they're primed to kind of take the to take up, take up the next step. So I'm looking at it from that standpoint where Kentucky could be much, much better this year, still end up with five or six wins, and really prepare themselves for – a breakout season next year. Now, I think that they could have that breakout season this year just because the difference between Arkansas and Kentucky is Arkansas is in the West and Kentucky's in the East. And we, we all know the East is definitely not as good as the West. I mean, I, there's a there's a drop-off, right? Every single team in that West division this year, you could make a case for winning the conference, their, their division. The East is not that way. Regardless, though, it is not as exciting to talk about, to project the college football storylines if we were in Alabama, maybe it would. Am I wrong? Am I am am, am I wrong? Well, I think Alabama's going to not. They they very well could finish third this year. I think that's going to be a major storyline. The, the I think parody I, in the, West I, I, is the not, reason I said if we were in the state of Alabama. Oh yes. If we were fine bomb. If we were, if that's what we were doing. That's all we would be talking about. That would be our basketball. Yeah. Right. That, that's what it is. But I mean, but here, NFL storylines are where it's at. You think so? I do. You know why that is, though? I think it, it, it gets better. It gets more ears listening. You know, I think we have a lot of fantasy players in this. In this, I don't account. think there's anybody here who doesn't follow the NFL. Do you? I, no. I mean, I can follow college football closer than the NFL. You can? I do. I don't. I mean, I like college football more than the NFL. Okay. I think, uh, I think the big issue there is that we're, we put the UK UFL game in the last game of the year. I mean, let's face it. If it if the UK UFL game is first game of the year right now, that's, that's what all we'd be talking, talking about. Okay. And the UK UFL game last year. As far as legitimacy goes, the ACC SEC rivalry thing that goes with that. We're really late for a break. Let's go to a break, and we'll we'll get into the we'll get into that on the other side of the break. The UK UFL last game of the year ACC SEC rivalry thing, all that kind of stuff. So we'll be right back on 1450 WXVW live from Skyline Park in J Town. Welcome back to 1450 WXVW, the weekend sports buzz. Mike Gandolfo and Kelly Patrick are live from Skyline Park for the pigskin preview of the Louisville Youth Football League. And uh, right before the break, Kelly and I were discussing 
What's more relevant right now in this area, college football or pro football? At this time of year, we're talking in and, – and really next weekend, I guess, we've got pro football on TV with the Hall of Fame game. So my argument was that the reason why it's pro football right now is because the UK UFL game was moved to the end of the year. I don't think that's a good thing. Uh, I can I see where everything buys into the SEC, ACC uh, but you, robbery but you, part. But you take the stance that doesn't matter. Why, why, why does it matter? Why do we need to be affiliated with a Clemson-South Carolina rivalry? Right. I mean, well, the, actually, I think in some ways it hurts you. Because Cause, cause it, it, we're always it shows how, how we're – we're always gonna be the we're fourth clearly the, the fourth out of those. What, right? Are we ever going to be the highlight we game? We might be. Over Florida, Florida State, Georgia, Georgia Tech. We might not be the high, highlight game, but we, we Clemson, South Carolina. won't necessarily always be the fourth. Uh, yeah, okay, maybe some years are the third, <laughs> right? I mean, unless they, they – there's some talk, I guess, though, that that could, that game could move to its own day, where if you played it Thanksgiving night or you played it the Friday after Thanksgiving – Unlike that terrible time slot UofL used to have the Friday after Thanksgiving, which was like what, like eleven o'clock the Friday after Thanksgiving, which was awful. If you played it, uh, if you played it on its, I'd really like Thanksgiving night. I think that would be phenomenal. But the bottom line is this: last year you got exactly what you wanted in the UK UofL football game. Kentucky needed to win to become bowl eligible. Louisville needed to win because they still had an outside shot at a BCS bowl game, and you had virtually. Very little talk leading up the week before that game. If it's right now, the game number one, all we're talking about for the next four or five weeks is UK UFL football. True? Yeah. More, 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 certainly more so than we are. And I think your fans are more prepared. Doesn't mean that, that we have real optimistic views of either of their seasons. One of them's going to have an L to start the season. Does if that, if that were the case. You think, oh, well, maybe. No, oh, yeah, okay. yeah, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, but then there's that one year where, like, Kentucky went 1-10, and, and their only win was beating Louisville. You happy with that season? Um, it definitely made it easier to swallow. Well. I mean, 1-10 is awful no matter what. But if you're a Kentucky fan, you got to be real comfortable swallowing all sorts of things. Uh, wow. Oh, no, I think that would be... Uh, the U of L, I think that's the U of L athletic coach's motto. Um, so, but but you got Notre Dame. I do have Notre Dame, and I do like Notre Dame, and I'm thinking that, that, it looks like I might be going to the Notre Dame Texas game week one. Wow! And then I'll take I'll, I won't where, go anywhere week at? two in Notre Dame, and then on Kentucky Florida week three. Charlie have a big season for the, the Longhorns. What if if Charlie doesn't get to a bowl game this year? Is he gone? He will. You bringing up the schedule? Let's bring it up because he did not last year, right? Did he? I don't think he did. No. That's a big yawn there. Are you all right? I'm good, yeah. Okay. Um, I don't think uh, that he did last year. I, I think that it could be an uphill battle for them this year. He is uh, – how? I mean, the patience in Texas is – I mean, they don't have patience in Texas, right? But they're not. You're not really hearing anything about that. He could be on a short leash or anything. No. He, he's bringing in the recruits. He's doing what he needs to do. He's all over ESPN. All right. So they got that that Notre Dame game for them leading off the season is huge, right? Notre Dame uh, for both both programs. That's a big thing to kind of catapult your season. And then they got Rice, Cal, 
Oklahoma State, TCU, Oklahoma, K-State, Iowa State, Kansas, West Virginia, Texas Tech, and Baylor. It's going to be interesting. I think we're going to get joined by another young man right here. Clark is uh, Clark Simpson is going to join us. Now, Clark is a little confused today. <laughs> Clark is a football player with pads on, but he has basketball socks on. <laughs> okay. It, hey, it's I, blue. I want to see. He's got Orlando Magic. Are those throwback Shaq socks? Of course. That is uh, pretty legit. You want to see these, Kelly? I see them. Wow. Yeah, that is, uh, that is awesome. Is that, are, is, sh- are both socks Shaq? No, they're different. Is that Penny on the is right? Penny on the other one? I guess so. Let me see. Can I see your left that's, foot? That's Shaq. That's right Shaq. Can I see your left foot? That's Penny Hardaway. Can Those I are ha- the greatest socks I've ever had. I've ever <laughs> seen. Can I have them? No. Okay. Right. We're gonna become my game socks. They're, All your, right. they're your game socks. Anthony yep. Hardaway. So are you Anthony Hardaway who played in the Derby Classic by the way? The Did year he? I was a ball boy. At Memphis. Yeah. So and actually he had two guys off his AAU program to play in the Derby Classic this year. So I got to reconnect with Penny a little bit. Many so. uh, Memphis still producing a lot of talent. Oh, Memphis basketball. Year in, year crazy. out. That's got to be the number. Uh, I thought we was there to talk about football. Well, we can. <laughs> all right, all right. So, uh, obviously, are you a Chicago Bears fan? No. Look at your shirt. I don't like NFL. This guy is. You don't like NFL. Do you like college? Yes. You're Louisville or Kentucky? Oregon. Oregon. Oregon, Oregon is like. We've gotten more Oregon votes from the kids today than we have Kentucky why, football fans. Why do votes. all the kids like Oregon? I don't know. It's you don't know? It's because of the style. It's because of the, the I prolific think they have a good program. They got a good program. Okay. All right. Uh, you got the green pants on, like Oregon. I told them I didn't want green pants, and they gave me green pants. So you just somebody just hand you a Bears T-shirt and you just put it on? Is that what it is? I've been having this for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. How, how old are you? Thirteen. Thirteen. What position do you play? Lineman and middle linebacker. And so you're, you're pretty big, pretty big kid. You say lineman on offense. So that put you in the eighth grade, right? <laughs> yeah. All right. I had a question about what was going on out there. Do, can at your age group? Can any weight carry the ball? Yep. Okay, I, just, I was curious because I'm see used a lot to of seeing people carrying the ball. Yeah, I'm I'm used to seeing the X on the helmet. You so. an interior offensive lineman or, or a tackle? Uh, are you playing the out like a no a offensive tackle or you guard? Guard. Okay. There you go. Is that what, is that the position you want to play going forward? You want to play that in high school? I don't care. Do you know where you're going to high school yet? Mm, Atherton, but I don't want to go to Atherton. You don't want to? <laughs> I don't want to. Who's making you go to Atherton then? <laughs> it's my home school, but I'm not going to go. Okay. Well, I don't, don't you have some sort of choice in JCPS? Uh, yeah. Yeah? Well, you can go to you can go to one of the cat schools if you want to. You want to do that? Mike, this is uh, – we're on the radio. We probably shouldn't be doing I'm not underhanded recruiting. recruiting I didn't recruit for one specific green and gold no, you don't. Yeah, you don't have anything to do with St. X. So I didn't say that out loud. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well. Just say he go play right away. Might as well be a little more uh, you know? discreet if you're going to be doing that. He's handing him cash as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> so you're, you're going to be an offensive lineman going forward. What about defense? You like, you like to play defense? Yep. Like, I love hitting people. You love hitting people. You have any tackles in your most recent game? We haven't played. It's gonna be. Uh, time, this is your first game. Yep. What time? time? I think one o'clock. One o'clock. You ready? So we're gonna you're gonna put on a show. So what number out there should we look for? I can't because I probably cannot see your Chicago Bear T-shirt underneath <laughs> your pads, and I might not be able to tell tell what socks you got on. So what number are you out there? We haven't even got our numbers yet. You don't even know. Yep. I might get thirty-five. I don't know. Double zero. I don't know. Double zero. All right. There's well. got to be some rules. You you'll be you'll probably be like sixty-two or something. Because he's a lineman, right? Get whatever you can't number. just have a random number. I guess. Yeah, I can. All right. You can. You ever you ever run the ball? Yes. So so you you interior offensive lineman, but 
occasionally the, the okay, check in bowl, the, uh, do whatever for the team to win. Whatever you gotta do. You got any any uh, siblings that play any sports? You know, for Atherton to win, you're gonna have to do a lot. Then I just want to let you know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know that. <laughs> just you got any siblings that play any sports? Well, uh, brothers no. or sisters? Or well, my brother does MMA. He does MMA. How old is he? 18. I wonder, did he watch the fight last night? I guess so. No. All right. Anyway. What's your brother's name? Chris Phillips. Where's he train out of? Kelly, you know? Kelly likes MMA a lot. He's I don't know. I don't know scene. nothing about that. But he's in Louisville? <laughs> yeah, I, Very no. cool. All right. Well, good luck in your game today. And We're we'll, going to uh, win. All right, man. Get it done. <laughs> Take care. Represent right. with those Penny Hardaway and Shaquille O'Neal socks. Seriously. <laughs> I, that is, those are phenomenal. <laughs> those are great. Where did you get those at? Full Locker. Really? God, those are amazing. I would. I'm gonna have to go it. check those out. They have different they options, the, different the old school yeah. pinstripe jerseys on too. On That's that, pretty too. cool. Yeah, I, I saw that team play in person in like '92. Do you even know who Anthony, Anthony Hardaway is? No, I just won't because they just have. Just want to make sure. On. Just because they have blue on. All right, I didn't I like think. I, I didn't think you would. That's before your time. Little Penny. You do know little, who Shaq is, obviously. Yes. Okay. All right. Little Penny. Little, just <laughs> like little Carlito. <laughs> yep. All right, man. Thanks a lot and good we luck appreciate to you today. You. All right. Good job. We're good luck get, to you, man. You got it. We got uh, cheerleaders here, I guess. The LSA Lions. The right. LSA Lions. Who who is gonna take the mic? We know. Come on. You want us to do it? Oh, can she do it? All right. What's your name? Kennedy. Kennedy. You named after the president? No. Did you know there was a president Kennedy? Yes. All right. What happened to that president? Do you know? Shot. Shot. He did oh, get man. shot. He did get shot. <laughs> Okay. That's very good. Really good. Do you know where he's buried? No. Arlington National Cemetery, and there's like an eternal flame that's there. That's enough history lesson, though. So, uh, you guys going to do a cheer for us? We have a couple cheers. You do? Mm-hmm. But do you all want to do a cheer? I do. All right. I think the way we got to do it, then, is we got to get really close to this microphone like this. I'm going to do it like this. And you all kind of get all in here, and, I'm, and, and whenever you guys are ready... You can't do any flips because we can't see it because it's radio. But you can do like uh, whatever cheer you want to do. I don't know what cheer. U G L Y. Your mama got no alibi. You ugly. You know that one? All right. Ready? Okay. Let's get a little bit rowdy. R O W A D Y. There we go. Get. A little bit rowdy. R-O-W-A-D-Y. Last time, let's get a little bit rowdy. R-O-W-A-D-Y. There you go. And actually, you know who did get a little bit rowdy last night was Ronda Rousey. Ronda Ronda Rowdy Roddy. And then Rowdy Roddy Piper. Passing away. Passing away. So rest in peace, Roddy Piper. All right, girls. Thanks a lot. And you all have a great time out here cheering for LSA. All right. What's that? It was short. Appreciate oh, the honesty. I like it. We got another warrior here sitting there. You gonna sit down with us? He just wanders up here. I'm not sure. You, are you lost? No, you're not lost. You're supposed to be here. Yes, sir. Are you sure? Yes, All right, I need you to talk up just a little bit. Yes, sir. What's your name? Kendrick. Kendrick? Yes, sir. Kendrick Lamar? No. Huh? Watson. Oh, okay. Kendrick Watson. I thought I was sitting next to Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Haskins would be the better local celebrity. Kendrick Haskins and I were going back and forth a little bit during the fight. He was uh, he last was upset. night. Yeah, you mean on, he was Twitter, on Twitter or something. On Facebook. Okay. He was upset. <laughs> he was upset that, that Ronda Rousey won so quickly. No, that it went to like one thirty in the morning. Oh yeah, that's, that's like, kind of weak. Yeah, you know I, the fights were good though. I don't know. Okay. You like MMA? Huh? You like MMA? Yes sir. You do good. All right, here I'm gonna put the mic right 
there. All right, right. Kendrick, well, Kendrick. T- tell us about yourself. How old are you? Ten. Ten. Okay. How long have you been playing football? Since I was six. Since you were six. Okay. You got a girlfriend? No. No. A little bit. Yeah, he does. Like he's oh, watching. Look at that he's smile. Kinda. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Don't you don't want your dad to know? Is that what it is? Yeah. All right. <laughs> Keep it a secret. Your dad's proud of you. Trust me. He's all right. So, uh, so what what position do you play, Kendrick? Linebacker, uh, uh, right tackle. Linebacker and right tackle. Which one do you prefer? You like playing offense or you like playing defense more? Defense. You like hitting people? Yeah. All right. And if you had a if you had to commit to one college football team today to play college football for, who is getting your commitment? Kendrick Watson. Watson, is that right? Yes, sir. Is going to verbally commit to the University of Kentucky. Go ahead and say it. No, he's shaking his head. Now, I would just let you know that on radio, LSU. we cannot. LSU. Okay. All right. Not a bad choice. Taking the SEC. Can't go wrong there. Go Tigers. G-E-A-U-X. All right. You like those LSU Tigers? You're, those night games down there are pretty crazy. <laughs> so, all right, man. Well, where do you go to school? Uh, Waller. Waller? Are you excited for school to start? Yeah, nah. No? So do you did Appreciate the honesty there. Yeah. I'm, I wasn't big on school They either. got like 10 days. They got to get going. You got all your school supplies? <laughs> no? no. All right. Well, you get it. That's what my kids are doing today. All right, man. Thanks for just sitting down with us for a little bit. All right. Good job. We got we got one more. We want to let you get on here real quick. We got one of our. Uh, I'm gonna guess you're, you're on the younger side. Is that true? I'm I'm a peewee. You're a peewee? Yes, I'm a peewee. Like peewee Herman? Do you uh, know who peewee Herman is? No. no All right. Sir. You too, peewee Herman. But make sure that you're very safe on how you do that. All right. <laughs> um. Pee Wee, would that put you at? I'm gonna guess. Let me guess how old you are. Seven years old. No, I'm a Pee Wee, so I'm. I don't know what that nine. means. You're I'm nine? nine? All right. I'm nine. So that means you're going into the fourth grade? Yes. All right, that's pretty cool. So, what position do you play? What's your name, first off? Joel Taylor. I almost didn't see you because you're wearing camouflage and you just blended in with everything. Do you agree with that? <laughs> I guess. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> Joel Taylor, what position do you play? Uh, I'll play left. Right tackle. All right. Right tackle. Anything on defense? Wait. I'm talking about right tackle on defense. Oh, okay. Oh, no, you defense. play right tackle on defense. What about on offense? I don't play offense. You don't Just play defense. offense? So you get to hit people. Are you? Is your nickname the Punisher? No. Oh, it should be. Do you have a nickname? Uh, JDT. JDT? It's my initials. What about Joel J- Deshaun Taylor? What about JDT scores TDs? You like that? No, I don't, I don't understand what that means. Touchdowns. <laughs> uh, uh, well, I'm not really that much of a running back, so. But you can say or, force fumbles. Right. What if you knock? The, what if you hit the guy, knock him loose, grab the ball, scoop and score? Everybody likes to see the big guy score, right? Yeah. Yes. That's they the best do. part of football. Rumbling, stumbling, bumbling, right? Uh, yeah, sure. All right, now, you got to commit right now to a college football program. Who who gets your commitment? Who are you going to play for? I would want to play for Louisville. All right, that's yeah. okay if you want to go somewhere where you can't win a national title. That's fine. Because you can win a national oh. title. The ACC yeah. never wins national titles, do they, Mike? Uh, well, I'm just saying. Kentucky, no validity to what Mike Kentucky has a national football title, and Louisville doesn't. All right. So, well, 19. Kentucky's better than, I mean, Louisville can, is better than Kentucky. I don't know they about are. that. We'll that's see. That's true. No, no, it's it's true. It's right. a fact. Yeah. JDT, give me some Since 2006, that's Kentucky's been out here. That's a fact. All right, buddy. <laughs> All right, we actually had to head to a break. So we're going to head to a break right now. We're going to have a short segment in the hour, and uh, we'll be right back here on the Weekend Sports Buzz.
Welcome back to 1450 WXVW. This is the Weekend Sports Buzz. We only got a couple minutes before the top of the hour, and we are out here at Skyline Park in J-Town watching some uh, youth football, the Louisville Youth Football League. And uh, this is the Pigskin Preview. Uh, great event to kind of get the football season going. It's the first time these kids have been on the field. All ages out here uh, playing football and uh and getting it done, we've had some uh, entertaining kids on the station. JDT, you got to admit, JDT takes the cake. Right? JDT was was pretty good. And he's he wanted still to make here sure, behind us right he now. Because he, he's making sure that we tell everyone that if they want to play for a winning team, that they join Warrior Nation. That's it. Warrior Is that the Eastern Warriors, JDT? Yes. The Eastern Warriors. JDT's hanging right around this mic. He's hawking back with us. I think JDT's got a future in radio. What do you think? He's got a future in something. Do you have a face for radio? Entertainment radio. Entertainment industry. Do you have a face for radio? He you thinks he's a comedian. All right, that's good. No, no, we're gonna we're, we gotta we gotta keep it going. No, no jokes, no jokes right now in the air. So the uh, again out here at, at Skyline here in J-Town, Skyline Park for the uh, pigskin preview. It's it's gotta be a lot of fun for these kids to finally get these pads on, and start hitting somebody in a different color jersey. You know? Oh so, yeah, definitely. Any, anyway, the uh, what's what what do you what have you been impressed by what we've seen so far? Just very organized, structured um, environment we got out here. You see a lot of down, you know, uh, uh, coordinated blocking schemes and the different defenses. I mean, you can tell by looking and watching a football game with kids this age if it's if it's something that they've got legitimate coaching to, or if it's somebody like me out there coaching. I think there's a big difference to it. Yeah, there's, obviously, I think these coaches do a great job I mean, because I've seen. Uh, How many guys have we seen? I interviewed a guy yesterday who who is a uh, uh, played for U of L in 1990. Uh, played alongside Ted Washington. Wow, and he's one of the coaches. Wow, yeah. there's a lot of guys. So, out and he here. and what I mean yeah, is he's he's coaching out here. So yeah, how many guys have we seen today? Who Tenda, the Cherisica, Bernard Jackson, all those guys out here, uh, you know, giving back. Dennis Edge, those guys giving back to their uh, to the youth of this area and. And making sure that we're getting things done, so uh, uh, it's it's important, you know. And actually, uh, it's something that I know that we've seen at, at the, that struggled, especially on the on the female side of sports, of, of giving back and 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 coaching and refereeing and trying. We got a guy sitting down here. His name is Big Country, and uh, Big Country. What, what, what's you, your, hold on, let's get the set set on him because we only got like three minutes. Sorry, get that on real quick. Get it all sweaty. Big Country, what size shoe do you wear, first off? 14s. 14. How, how old are you? 14. Okay. So are you going to wear 15s next year? I don't know. You don't know? <laughs> All right. Well, the uh, How tall are you? 6'4". Okay. So Big Country literally could be my size right now because I'm 6'4", like 275. What do you weigh, Big and Country? He's not 275. but 280. You're 280? Yes, so Big Country Safe here. to say Big Country could take Mike. Possibly, yo. He's a little bit bigger than I. What am. position do you play? Left tackle. Right tackle. Right tackle. Okay. Yes, sir. What about What about your dad? Your dad play football? Um, yeah, a little bit. Where do you play? Um, he grew up in Texas, um, somewhere in they, East Texas. I think okay. they like to play football in I Texas. Heard, I heard. I that heard about Texas. Some people in Texas like football. Let I me heard. check out your Under Armour kicks real quick. Where are they at? Okay. Got. We're giving the Under Armour shout out all the time. Awesome. I like them. Uh, so, uh, what, what, what school do you go to? Henry County. Henry oh, County. All right. Okay. Are you going to, you're going to be a Henry County, going to Henry County High School then, I guess? Um, no, I'm going to Trinity. You're going to Trinity? Yes, they, sir. they recruit you? No. Um, Come on, go, you can be honest. It's okay. no, <laughs> it is okay to get Trinity on trouble, in trouble on the air. No, I, I just want to go because of the education. They have a really good football If you want to go for the education, answer. then you go to St. X. You know that, right? I just want to let you know. 
Uh, he's he, big country's. Uh, he's handling this. You're he handling is. the he's interview right. very well. That's it's a, a good thing. So you think you'll be a right tackle in high school? You already tell. Yeah. Left I mean, or right tackle? Hope, yeah. Yeah. What do you got, Mike? Uh, I was going to tell Henry, uh, our Henry Candy boy here that I used to. I actually did coach football. Oh yeah. At Eminence. So okay, that's right there. Yeah. yeah. I grew up in Lagrange, not far. <clears throat> yeah, I coached uh, like two years in Eminence. So. Okay. We, they they had some unbelievable talent out there when I was out there. It was unreal. So. How far of a drive is that going to be for you from Henry County? To, about an hour. About an hour drive to, to Trinity? Yes, sir. Okay. Well. So uh, let me ask you, if you're in Henry County, you a hunter? Mm-mm, no? Yes, sir. Where'd you get the nickname Big Country? Uh, I don't know. Because you're guess. big and live in the country? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that what is. other sports you like? You're tall? You play basketball? No, I just like football. I just... Okay. What what age were you when you were 14? What age did you start playing football? Um, I think around 10. Okay. Yeah. All right. So as far as it goes out here, a little bit of a late bloomer uh, getting into the, to the game. You always play just offense? No, I play offense and defense. Okay. He's a, he's a safety on defense. All right. We actually had to head to our uh, end of the hour break. Sorry, Big Country cut it short. Sorry. So Thank we're at the 11 o'clock hour. Uh, we, we got one more hour here at Skyline Park in J-Town. We'll be right back here on 1450 WXVW. This is WXVW Jeffersonville. Welcome back to 1450 WXVW. This is the Weekend Sports Buzz. Mike Gandolfo and Kelly Patrick coming live from Skyline Park in J-Town. Where we're watching a little youth football, Louisville Youth Football League, here for the uh, pigskin preview. Uh, enjoying a uh, little JDT time? Oh, JDT's really dominated the last hour. <laughs> I think JDT is now tr- uh, tr- trending, trending on, Twitter. on Twitter. There we go. If not, make sure hashtag JDT. So... Uh, it's definitely fun to get ready for the football season. We, we've talked a little bit about whether or not who's, what you're more excited about right now, college football or the NFL. Kelly's on the NFL side. I'm on the NFL side, much more storylines. Um, we don't live in an NFL city, so we've all got our own team, but there's a real strong chance that you'll have some success being a fan of the NFL this year. We don't know that that's the case with the Cards or the Cats. Especially when you think about who's within a four-hour drive of us. A lot. I mean, it's, uh, it's unreal how many football teams we have. Who uh, is? Who, let's see. St. Louis? Yeah, St. Louis is probably on the on the edge of a four-hour, right? So okay. let's go. If St. Louis, Indianapolis, Nashville. All right, so the Titans. And the Bengals. The Bengals, the Colts. Right, and if you go six hours. So Bears. Uh, Cleveland Browns, Lions, Hawks. Bears. Bears, I mean, you got a lot of football within, or and you put the Steelers in there, right? So you got, and there's a ton of Steeler fans here. It's a, it's going to be real interesting to see the the Steelers fans to me in Louisville. I think that's the biggest fan base. I'd say the Bengals are, and then the Colts though, for some reason, seem to dominate I, the the radio ways for some reason. I don't know why that is. Yeah, proximity. Right? Uh, so Colts, but now you're going to start seeing a lot of these people turn into Vikings fans. Do you agree? I'm already a Vikings fan. Yeah? As long as they got Teddy, I'm a fan. That's my NFC team. Teddy's your quarterback. I'm your fan. So you got a Vikings-Bengals Super Bowl. Could happen. That's that's what makes the NFL so relevant and why it thrives is the parody. 
right? Yeah, I mean Seattle. I think they're Seattle's been in the last two Super Bowls. I think this year in particular, where the parity is going to be even crazier. I mean, I think there's only there's only probably a handful of teams that you could say really are eliminated right now. Who would we say is eliminated? Tampa Bay, Cleveland, San Francisco, uh, Jets. Jets, you know, I guess you don't really know about the Eagles right now. What's gonna, which way that's gonna go? I mean, I would, I would. It's still a science experiment. Yeah, it's, it's for sure. I mean, it's people are putting their jobs in the lines with that, with that whole deal. And if it works, somebody's gonna be a genius. And if they don't, then they're gonna get fired, right? Um, we got the Redskins in that. Redskins, yeah. Would you put the Jacksonville Jaguars in that? Yeah. Um, Raiders. I, you know, I just because the AFC West is so bad. And I think they've got a great young quarterback in Derek Carr. Uh, I could see where they could get to a point where they're turning it in the right direction and surprise people. I, really, you know, I don't know if I don't know if I would count anyone in the AFC West out. Yeah. Would you? I guess not. Raider, Raiders Raiders can put it together. Carr's a good quarterback. Yeah. I mean, the teams in Texas, Houston and Dallas, I think they both have a shot at making the playoffs at least. I'll be interested to see how Darren McFadden does. Yeah. For the Cowboys. Uh I don't think it's gonna matter. Again, we're gonna go back to our conversation. If you guys offensive the offensive line. line they and, do. And Darren McFadden's obviously got the talent. I well, mean he was because he was good in college. Yeah, he was highly drafted too. Yeah. Going to your point. Now he's getting older. But he's still he's, got speed. Yeah. I think they signed somebody else too. You lose to Marco Murray. I think that the Cowboys finally and I'm not a Cowboys fan. They're finally employing a strategy that is consistent with what you described earlier. Right. Well, they, they, they let DeMarco Murray go, go despite him being a first-round pick, despite his contract, despite the fact that he – I think he led the NFL in rushing. It was either him or Bell. And then you got the uh, the other aspect of that whole deal is – Zach Ru- Martin. They drafted the guy out of Notre Dame yep. instead of taking – they're doing everything right. Instead of, Instead of taking Manziel. Johnny Manziel, who Which was, I think, to be pretty good. in hindsight, I think that was a good move, I considering Johnny really Manziel's in rehab for, like, crack or whatever he's doing. The, uh, I would also argue that the running back position in the NFL has become so specialized, you know, where you got – really, it's a running back by committee kind of thing. I, I just don't feel like – I just feel like there's always going to be running backs. I don't I don't know how special the position is. All right, we're joined right now by one of the co- – yeah, I, I know that name. <laughs> Joined by Coach Samuels with Fern Creek. And uh, he's, he's uh, finally getting some blue on this radio because we've been we've been asking these kids when they sit down, okay, you got to commit right now. Who are you committing to? And, and everybody's going, what, UofL? Is that what no, you're Oregon. UofL or Oregon. Nobody has said Kentucky yet. No Kentucky's yet well, that's whatsoever. Just, that's just a, a jersey thing. That's colors. They, you know, the bright colors attract kids. You know what I mean? But if you looked at UK's helmets last year, we had some attractive helmets. Yeah, now I got the chrome so. with the blue U on there. Absolutely. So. I like it. I was at the kickoff luncheon on Friday. Okay. Yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't get a chance to make it, but, you know, last year I went to a couple of games and got a chance to see their uniforms. If we can match the intensity of the uniforms with the play, we'll be okay. I actually think that you could see that a little bit this year. I mean, they finally got – they've been playing so many young kids, and now that they're uh, two or three years' experience, you know, you're going to start seeing it. You know, and that's always been the case with with Kentucky, it's it's never been that we haven't had talent on that first string. It's the depth. 
you know, you got in the SEC, you're going to be running against two and three or four different linemen that they're rotating in, and every one of them is good as the first one. So it's never been that with Kentucky. We've always had a great first unit, and then that second unit, there's always a big drop. So that's the only thing that's, that's hurt us in the SEC because we can play with any other team. I mean, we can play with those teams. We always – play well the first half third quarter we lose the lead and then you know at the end of the game they kind of run it up on us so terry what coach do you play for i played under coach curry i, I was recruited by claiborne okay um, and then when i got there coach clay uh curry came on the staff and or, or he brought in his coaches who are some significant guys you played with that, that went on to nfl success marty moore Marty Moore, uh, yeah. Marty Moore Dropping the couch. Peach Bowl interception. Yeah. Man, is that the only? I remember where I was. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah. But well, he was a hell of a player. He, he played for the Patriots, right? He absolutely played with the Patriots, played with the Browns. Um, I think we had several guys that, you know, got work. At. Melvin Carr, I think he played with um, – he played with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for a while. So we had a few players that, that went on. Kentucky's never lacked putting guys in the NFL. And it's kind of strange because we, we would finish in the bottom half of the SEC, but we always have the most guys that go to the NFL, especially when you start looking at, like, the Kentucky teams, Louisville, Western, Kentucky. We put a boatload of guys in the NFL. Yeah, and Louisville's doing that good job with that right now. But, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, the I agree with that. I mean, actually, the excitement when Curry – because Curry and Patino got hired in the same year. And That's right. You're talking about a Curry who had success at Alabama coming to Kentucky. And we thought, you know, well, this was going to be it. I mean, this is, you know, we're going to start really making a name on the on the football side. But they got a, I mean, in Alabama, you got a pool of guys to pull from. In Kentucky, our football is pretty good, but it's we're more of a basketball state. But I'm going to tell you what, this is a pretty funny story. Uh, when Patino came and then Curry came, I was watching, I was watching, Curry, I think they were playing in the Sugar Bowl, uh, and and he was coaching there. And I saw him pulling a guy. He, one of the guys had gotten in some trouble, and uh, he was pulling on the guy's face mask. And I, I mean, I was at that time. I was, I was, I think that was my red shirt. I was a freshman. I was a, fr- a true freshman. And I'm watching the game. I'm like, man, I'm so glad that guy's not our coach. The next, <laughs> the next year, he was on our campus. I was, I mean, and it was frightening because. I mean, he was such a, a, a disciplinarian, and he, he made sure that everything ran well. And I think sometimes that was the focus. He was trying to get the program in line. And I'm not saying that you got to have riffraff going on in the program. I'm not, I'm not saying that. But you got to adjust to the times. You got to get guys in. And you got to get familiar with different cultures of people uh, and then recognize that, you know, the game is changing and people are changing. Back then, uh, just a, a, a big taboo if you were wearing dreadlocks. That was so radical. Well, now you see them all over the right. place. So it was just stickler for things that really didn't, didn't really matter. But, I mean, he, he did a pretty decent job. He got a little talent in there. But uh, we went to a Peach Bowl our, our senior year. That we should have won. Um, yeah, I kind of remember. Yeah, Marty Moore. no, just man, you got to leave my man alone. He, <laughs> and you know what? We wouldn't have got there if it wasn't for him. No, without a doubt, I mean, he was he was dominant that year. And um, you know, you come, you played at a really good time. For me to ask this question, I bring up because these guys are young; they don't remember the UK UFL football game. I'm a basketball guy, right? It seems to me, as soon as we put the UK UFL football game in place which you, I'm sure you remember, the focus on youth football in the state of Kentucky completely changed right. to the point where we don't have the basketball players that I feel like we used to in the state. Right. But the football talent is completely different. Is, do you agree with me? The, the impact of that game, the, just the UK UofL football game in general, has made a huge impact on youth football across the board? I, I think that's a 
that's an interesting perspective. I, I, I never really gave it a whole lot of thought, but I, I do think that it brought a lot of awareness because, I mean, with football, there's so many more players that can play. With basketball, it's somewhat specialized. You only got five guys that are going to be out there on, on, at a time. Football, uh, you got you got special teams, you got offense, defense. There's so many levels and so many people can commit to it. I do think it's raised the awareness in, in youth football. I do think guys have come out now and it's like they looked at that game and you want to represent your state or in your city. I mean, and, and then, like I said, with guys going pro from the teams, I mean, a lot of guys, I mean, this year they, the UofL had, I think, like 10 or 11 guys that went pro. Second most in the country. Yeah, so when you see that, all of a sudden you start thinking, you know what? Man, I can do this. I mean, this might give me an opp- uh, opportunity, an avenue to, to get out of here and to do something great, to be exposed to some something different. So, yeah, I, I think that's a great point, and I do think it's, it's impacted. And if you look out here today, we got all kind of kids represented from different backgrounds coming from all over the city that are playing in these leagues and, and, and going hard. And, and although they do like the colors at Oregon – UofL and UOK are always going to be mainstays as, as far as where they want to be at. And if we can keep some of that local talent, all it can do is bolster our programs here. And my, my point with being was we always had – the basketball talent we always had right. was always at 6'4 to 6'6 kid anyway. So maybe if it, before the UofL-UK game, you probably would have seen Mario Urita play basketball instead of playing football. Devontae Parker play basketball instead of football. Michael right. Bush play basketball instead of football. And – uh, I, I feel like once that game count came in place, and I agree, the awareness completely changed, and we started seeing these kids choosing football because of the opportunity in football over basketball. Right. And, uh, I, I, and I, but, I, but I also think that's helped. But then you also see guys that have made the transition from playing basketball to playing football, like you're taking Antonio Gates. I mean, Tony uh, Gonzalez. Uh, yeah, Tony Graham. That, yep. uh, Jimmy Ty- Graham yeah, out of Jimmy Miami. Graham, yep. yeah. So you got these guys that are playing basketball that have football backgrounds that are making the jump to the NFL and being able to have some success. That has a whole lot to do with it, too. And, and I think Kentucky's always been somewhat utter- underrated. Like I said, it's, it's never the first line of, of, of the, the team. It's never been their, like their first string. It's always been the depth, always having enough depth. Now you're developing these kids in these leagues, and I think you're going to have a, a greater pool of kids to pull from. Well, and the, the thing about it for me, too, is just that uh, you guys are doing great work at this level. And, and the coaching at this level, just to see how far advanced it seems to be over where it was when, people, you know, when, when I was a kid, she's pretty amazing. Well, when I was a kid, I can't remember. I mean, I run a play now and speak to everybody on the team, meaning I'm I'm tell I'm calling a motion and I'm telling them what hole it's going, what back is getting the ball. I mean, you're speaking to all that. The misconception is that when you play football, a lot of those guys are just dumb jobs. You got to be very intelligent to play this game. You can't just run right and run left. And when we were kids, I'm not saying we weren't we weren't as bright as these kids. I'm not I'm not saying that. I'm not I'm not indicting myself, but what I'm saying is the the specialized the play calling and all those kind of things it's, it's changed but we know so much now about nutrition we know so much about health um i mean and and these guys play ball year round you got camps so it's just so it's, it's so specialized now i just think that these kids are better and they're more aware and you can do more things i mean offenses have uh have uh changed and, and, and gone you're going from spread looks to conventional I, I mean it's just so many things so i think all those things have had a had a play in it and you can do so much with these kids now all right before we let you go mm-hmm. and we get some of these kids on okay we uh I, I predicted early in the show my bold prediction was that kentucky and Louisville will both be seven and five this year oh man that is uh that's a strong prediction i i, I think 
looking at Kentucky's schedule, I think that they can go seven and five. I think both of them can get to a bowl. I, I, I'm, I'm concerned about Louisville this year. I, I don't know how. I, I am mean, too. Man. I, you I mean, I, you mean specifically quarterback position? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think the kid out of uh, Trinity. I think last year he made a few strides. I mean, he, and then uh, he kind of regressed a little bit. But I, I, I do think, I do think that. Um, so seven wins, they may be okay. I mean, and, in order for Kentucky to be seven and five, and will be seven and five, Kentucky's got to be Louisville. I mean, that's that's pretty much. Well, pretty I, how I, it goes. You know that I'm a, I'm from Louisville. I'm I'm born and raised Louisville, Kentucky, and I'm uh, what high I school? Love Louisville, Mill High School. Mill High School. We won't hold that against you. Yeah, that's all right. Where'd you go? Saint, Saint X. X. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Yeah, hey. Saint X. I knew it. Those Listen, wild, those Saint X Mill games uh, in the nineties were uh, phenomenal. Were awesome, dude. From the eighties and nineties, but but I will say this though, um, I I think that. I think that it's going to – I think Kentucky – I think they, they're going to get them this year. I really think Kentucky's going to get them. I'm, I'm Louisville bred, and I love Louisville basketball, but I'm, I'm a Kentucky. I'm a I'm Kentucky football, SEC. I always think the SEC is, uh, is a better league. Do you like Louisville basketball more than Kentucky basketball? I, I do. I, I, and, but here's the deal. I played it – when Patino came, I, I, I wanted to tell you all this earlier. <laughs> when Patino came, we had – got Jamal Mashburn and – uh, we had Tony Delp. We had Walter McCarty. We would play pickup games with those guys. And all the football guys think they play basketball, and all the basketball guys think they're tough football players. So well, Delp probably could have been. Yeah, he he was. He was tough. <laughs> hey, Walter McCarty, he's the only person that ever dunked on me. I mean, he, I mean, not literally face up because I would have tackled him, but <laughs> I didn't see him coming. He kind of got caught an alley loop on me, but. Uh, yeah, man, we. Hey, I, I like Kentucky just because I love their players and I was there. But man, I'm. I, I grew up, you know, Daryl Griffith, Tony Kimbrough. I mean, Jerry's. I mean, Jeff Hall. I mean, just throwback names. I know y'all don't remember those. Todd Bowers. Yeah, Todd. Todd Bowers. Todd <laughs> Bowers. <laughs> man, I mean, I appreciate you guys having me on, man. It feels good to get a chance to. Anytime, talk anytime. You know? No, we'll we get you on sometime. We 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 broadcast out of our studio. Yeah, during. During I the season, every Sunday we're on the air from 10 till noon. We'd okay. love to have We you usually on. have another male uh, Kentucky football player uh, who comes on. Anthony Thornton comes on every okay. once in a while. So right. he's a p- former punter in the early 2000s. So. Well, obviously, he's smart. He went to Mayo and then he went to UK. Yeah, just because he couldn't get in the Sanex. That's all right, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, you know, people don't realize that my senior year, I, I, Chris and I, Chris Redman and I are the same age. And I think there were six guys on that male team that went to the NFL. Man, it, it doesn't surprise me. They've they've had uh, we've had some great teams. I mean, since mid '80s, man. I mean, mid '80s we've always had. I mean, and I was behind the guy who I played tight end there, and when it was uh, Jeff Ellis. I don't know if you remember him. He went on to Ohio State. His dad was a former heavyweight champion Jimmy. of the world. Oh, wow. That's right, Jimmy. Wow. That's right. You talked about this guy being young, man. Yeah. Guy, he knows his history. He knows man. his boxing. He, oh, okay. He's throwing out some, some facts, though. But but I played behind him. Jeff went on. He got a chance to play with the Cleveland Browns for a little bit. Then I came after him. And then we had guys. I mean, so we've, we've had a heck of a pipeline. We've had a heck of a pipeline. So. All right, man. What, what are you doing these days? Great question. I am um, I'm an Allstate agent. I have my own agency uh, off of uh, Shelby uh, Shepherdsville Road in Fern Valley. And yesterday we actually gave out a, a, almost 400 backpacks to, uh, That's awesome, to the man. local community. So uh, it's all about giving back from out here coaching to making sure you give out to your community. That's what we did yesterday. And man, it was phenomenal. Fantastic. Ter- Terry Samuels. Yep. Uh, former Kentucky player, former NFL player, That's running right. his own insurance agency. That's at right. Shepherd's All State. All State. 
arena football as well. Man, this guy here, man. Are you proud of your arena time? I really am. Actually, I had a great time. Is it tight end? Is it tight end? No, arena, you have to play fullback. So you don't have like fullback and linebacker. I'm proud of all that time. I'm proud of any opportunity. Now, once you see these kids out here playing and you want to get out there, but you can't. I mean, I'm on the sideline calling plays and I can barely keep up with one. If they break loose, I'm running down the sideline, but I got to pull up, man. I'm always 10, 11 yards behind them, though, bro. All right, Terry Samuels, thanks for joining us. We actually got to head to a break. We'll be right back on 1450 WXBW. Welcome back to 1450 WXVW. Mike Gandolfo and Kelly Patrick here on the Weekend Sports Buzz live at Skyline Park where we have the Louisville Youth Football League. And um, we're watching some football here at the Pigskin Preview. These kids are strapping on for the first time for this football season, getting ready for the go for the year. And, uh, Kelly, we got a special guest here. I don't we, know, the Bull or Spike? Or we, not he, sure. His name's Isaac, but he also likes to go by Spike, the Bull. And he's also agreed to – we can call him El Toro if he'd like – Isaac, why, why is it you have your man of so many nicknames? Let's uh, start there. I don't really know. How'd you become? How'd you get the nickname Spike? My dad just named me it when I was born. Sp- he just thought it's Spike. Spike is a cool name. Do you have a weird shaped head or something? Uh, all right. <laughs> all right. How how old are you, Isaac? Eight. Eight. All right. When 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 did you start? When did you start playing football? When I was five. But okay. I was uh, playing football when I was like two years old. Okay. But I didn't play for a team. Gotcha. Not at two. Um, what team do you play for? East End Warriors. East End Warriors. Okay. So so is that uh, what? Who was it? We just Tendai Cherisika is the East End Warriors. No, the the guy we had on a minute ago. Terry Samuels. He's no, the, the the kid who did the touchdown. Oh, JDT. JDT. You know JDT. I that's his, that's so. his nickname. Right. He's on the Warriors. But, all right, what position do you play? I play uh, tackle, guard, no, tackle. Uh, Defensive tackle? And offensive tackle and center. Okay. All right. You guys won today, 24 nothing. Uh-huh, against Firm Creek. All right, you do some good blocking out there? Do you snap the ball to the quarterback at all? Uh-huh. All right, so let me ask you a question here. If you had to commit right now to a college football team, who would you commit to? If you want to play. I would go to Ohio State. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, that's a great State. answer, yeah. All right. Probably Ohio the best State. college football program going, right? No. No. They got, their uh, schedule's no? terrible. I'm not. They're the that. national champions. I'm not giving Mike. them any kind of. They're, no. national they're champions. not getting any love from me. Then who do no. you pick? Do you not acknowledge that they're the national champions? They are. They won the national championship. You're aware that that's that, how they evaluate they how good a program is, right? Yes. Then who do you like? Notre Dame. You don't like Notre Dame? Why don't you go to Notre Dame? They suck. Man, he's oh, <laughs> oh. he's giving me he's staring me down. Shots fired. Did you see that he was staring me down? I did, yeah. So with a name like he Isaac, wants a piece of you. I'm gonna guess that you can sing a little bit. Is that true? Uh huh. You let's, can. Let's hear some. All right, well, let's hear. What do you want to sing? Now you just gotta keep it clean. Uh, no, no, no. No, come on. You already said you would. We got the listeners now. You guys, let's are get some. Nom- pay you sing. Nominations. Who, who wants, what song should he minute. sing? Who wants Isaac to sing? Anytime, any place. Anytime, any place. Let's that, go. Doesn't have profanity, does it? It would be loud. That's Come okay. On, let's go let, for it, Isaac. Let her rip. Come on, Isaac. You, would it help if you had somebody somebody sing it with you? All right, Ray. Ray, I'm on the count of three. Three, two, one. 
And now, do you are you the guy who does that in the huddle, like before you all go on the field anyway? Uh-huh. All right, man. All right. I like it. All right. Isaac, thanks for coming on, man. Thank we got to get someone else on, though. Me, me, wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. No, 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 because he promised me last year. All right. Would do it. Uh, who's that? All right. Him. Him. Okay. Sit down, buddy. We're going to get, get one more of you all on. Yeah. Somebody sit down. I don't care who it is. All right. Antoine is coming on. Antoine, let me get your mic on. All right, Antoine. Antoine. Yes. Are you also a warrior? Yes. Warrior Nation? Yes, sir. I'm hearing if I want to be a winner, I need to be a part of Warrior Nation. Is that true? Yes, sir. It yeah. is? All right, Antoine, uh, how old are you? Ten. Ten? Yes, sir. So you're going into the uh, fifth grade? Yes, sir. Last year of elementary school, and then you're going on to middle school. Are you nervous about that a little bit? Not really. No? You excited about it? You ready to get out of elementary school? Yes, sir. Yeah. What uh, What school do you go to? Middletown Elementary. Middletown. So will you, be in, will you eventually be an Eastern Eagle? Yes, sir. All right. Cheer for the. There's some good athletes come out of Eastern Eagle. You ever heard of Rajon Rondo? Yes, sir. All right. I know him. I you do know him? Yeah, he went to my church. Did he? Yes, All sir. All right, not bad. So, what position are you, Antoine? Running back, third back, and linebacker. Running back, what else? And right outside linebacker. Right outside linebacker. You ever return kicks or punts? Do they well, actually? We haven't. We haven't. We've practiced oh. it, but we haven't made a team yet out of that. Okay, gotcha. All right. What's your favorite sport? Is it football? You play any other sports? I played basketball. Played point guard. Uh, yeah. You don't quit doing that. All right. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Pretty boy over here splashing water on him. So. <laughs> All right. So, who's your uh, who's your who, if you had to commit right now to play college football for one team, who would it be? I'm gonna have to go for Louisville. Yeah. Good answer. Bobby Petrino should be out here. I'm telling you, he needs to be out here. You got any siblings or anybody in your family that? played football or actually yes i started playing football because of my brother okay. my uncle my brother um the reason i wanted to play running back is because of him i saw him scoring touchdowns and it made me feel good so what, what, what school did he play at he's in odom county now actually okay. so he and played for the eastern warriors gotcha okay. yeah. and now you're flashing your cash wallet out here too are you gonna go buy us a snow cone i already did so no buy us a snow cone not you a snow cone oh <laughs> no? No. Man, that's messed that's up. That's all right. All right. No big deal. Next, though. We'll then Antoine, we'll get off. Get yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get our no, next No snow cone, no guests. All right. Yeah. Uh, I'm just messing with Antoine. He's all right. Well, we got to get the football guys on here. We're gonna get, we'll get one more. And whoever sits down. You know what I'm saying? I never done. Right, well, you know. Go ahead. Put your, put your heads on. All right. What's your name, son? Coel. Coel? How do you spell that? K-A-L-E-L. All right. And uh, where do you go to school? Slaughter Elementary. Slaughter? Yeah, but I'm moving. Are you? Okay. So what grade are you in? Third. Third? Yeah. All right. So how was uh, did you, how was your football game? Did you already play? Huh? Did you I already... played yesterday. Okay. And what position do you play? Um, Offensive line. Nice. You, you like blocking? Hmm. Do you like blocking? Kind of. It's very important. It's a really important role, <laughs> especially if you're an offensive lineman. We were actually just talking that we think that's the most important position in the NFL right now. What do you think? Oh no. You don't know. <laughs> I I think it's no doubt about it. The Is there anything important. else you like to do better? You know, like another sport more? Is football your favorite sport? Basketball. You Basketball. Play, okay. You play ice hockey? No. No. Tennis. 
cross country. You look like a cross country runner. You're not a cross country runner. No. All right. Let me ask uh, one more very well. Two more questions. All right. Who who would you commit to if you had to go play college football somewhere? Where do you want to play college football? Louisville. Yeah. Louisville. And uh, do you have a girlfriend? Huh? Do you have a girlfriend? Yeah, he does. Uh, Look at that face. He's got a girlfriend. He's got a girlfriend. What girl do you want to give a shout out to on the radio? Huh? You can give her a shout out right now on the radio. What's her name? Oh my. What's her name? You all know what her name is? Yeah. What's her name? Keelan. Keelan? All right. All right. All right. <laughs> got a little shout out on the radio. Well, there you go. should be quiet because you oh, got oh, like oh. All right, we're going to turn. <laughs> all right, man. All right, thanks, guys. We're going to get – you want to come on? Yeah, all right, hold on. All right, what's your name? Carry on. What is it? Carry on. Carry on, like carry on luggage? Not nah, carry on very. <laughs> all right, whatever, you know. Um, what's uh, What position are you? Running back. Are you fast? Yep. How fast? Are you faster than any of these kids right now? No. no who's, who's the fastest person right here? Um, I would say him and Jay. What, what do you guys want to race me? Yeah. 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 You just they would destroy you is what they said. I'm down for racing you. Where, where should we race? You want to race? The fat. So which one? Who's the fastest here? This guy. This guy. Um, he's really he Jack. So what position? He's what position the first. Are you? He's the first fastest. Jay is second. Second. So your second team running back. Is he first team running back? All right. All right. So, and so how old are you? Seven. Do you like to when you're running back? Do you like to make people miss, or do you like to just run straight over? Uh, juke. Yeah, I, like I don't really care. You don't care just as long as you're in the end zone. Yeah. You got an. You have a touchdown dance. Um, yes. You do have a touchdown dance? Yes. All right, we're going to, I'm going to let you get off real quick, and you're going to show me your touchdown dance. Is that uh -huh. right? No. Huh? No. no, we got to have a touchdown dance. No, I can't show you. <laughs> no? Uh -uh. No? All right. It's, it's only reserved for when you're in the end zone? Huh? You only do it when you get to the end zone? If you did a touchdown dance, would your coach, like, grab you by the face mask and yell at you? Nope. No, they, they want you to do that? They'd let you do it? They don't care. No? No. I know that, but I don't really care. All right. <laughs> Who's your college football team? Who are you going to play for? Huh? What college football team are you going to play for? Kentucky. Oh, we finally got a Kentucky Wildcat. This kid is now on the radio the rest of the show. He's not. He can just be our, our co-host from now on. All right. Carry on. Right? Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's not rip it off. All right, guys. All right, well, we're going we're gonna to actually head to our last break. So okay. we'll be right back here on 1450 WXBW. Welcome back to 1450 WXVW, Mike Indafo and Kelly Patrick, and we are live out at Skyline Park for a little youth football, Louisville Youth Football League. Uh, this is the pigskin preview. The kids are uh, getting on the football field for the first time this year, and they're ready to go. And uh, last week, I was at the AAU National Tournament, and I got to see an old, very old, and uh, Rashawn Myers show up a bunch of high school kids on a vertical jump contest and hit the 30 inch on the vertical jump when those kids couldn't get over 24, 25 inches, 31 inches as Rashawn would say, because he, 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 cause he uh, 
he's uh, rounding up. And then this week, Kelly Patrick takes on a bunch of second and third graders in a foot race. <laughs> second and th- Is that what grade you guys are in? And uh, beat them all. I was feeling real high after my win. Second but and third. You, you point out. Point out what, grade that, uh, what grade are you in? Fifth grade. Oh, hey, I, they were fifth graders. Right, that's please, better. please. Because there's fifth like, graders. There's like fifth graders that like win the cross country championship no, in the state. So. No, nah, he beat you. He dusted you guys. I saw it. So, so Kelly's got something to be proud of. He's. I'll uh, be bragging about this all week. All week long. So yeah. Um, we're we're here again out at Skyline Park in J Town, 1450 WXVW, uh, watching a little football. This is our final segment, Kelly. Um, are you Re- ready for the football season? We are getting ready. It's it's been good to be out here to get ready for the football season. There's literally guys that played in the NFL that are coaching out here. Quite a few. Yeah, and uh, where's another one? So we have Coach Isaac who played in the NFL. Where do you play for? There we go. So I mean, you got college football stars, high, uh, NFL players out here uh, that are that are coaching these teams. Coach Lionel also played so, in the NFL. Oh, okay. Lionel, Lionel Gates? Gates? Yeah. Cool. Oh, wow. Lionel Gates out here coaching. Where's he at? So, 10 dot chair, Seek, and Lionel Gates. All these guys out here. That's pretty uh, pretty awesome. And then uh, in the Warrior Nations, representing really strong. So, uh, but it gets, you, it gets you ready. It gets you ready for the football season. And next week, next Sunday, we will get to see football for real on TV. That will be awesome. But tonight... It's bigger than any football game. The Haskell Invitational. American Pharaoh is back on the track. Oh, tonight. that's right. Yeah, yeah. I spoke with Brian the Insider this morning. And, and he's real excited, I'm sure. Yeah, very much so. We, we might actually get a chance to see American Pharaoh race twice this month. Uh, the Haskell and then the Travers. And, what do you um, expect out of American Pharaoh tonight, Mike? Well, I think uh, I think he's going to win. I, I think he's going against a really good field. Uh, Keen Ice is in the field. Upstart's in the field. Uh, but I'm feeling pretty good about. He Farrow won the Triple this. Crown. What does what does American Pharaoh need to do to solidify? Well, let's put it this way: he's arguably the outside of Secretariat, maybe the greatest horse ever. There's. Uh, Am I, is that is that uh, three year old? I would say greatest three year old horse ever. Is that an accurate statement? Am I getting carried away? Because you got to throw a cigar in that if you're going overall horse. And there's there's other horses you might want to throw in there, but he's definitely got to be in the conversation as one of the top five. Okay, but what does he need to do to enhance his legacy? He's going to run in the Breeders' Cup, right? Well, if he stays healthy, I mean, so so, so he wins the Breeders' Cup. He's where does he rank? More, he's got three more races. Okay, ever more than he goes to stud. Yeah. So you got you got tonight uh, at the Haskell, which is going to be on NBC. You definitely want to check it out. The Travers, if he wins the Haskell, he'll more than likely go on and race in the Travers at the end of the month. And then, um, which he'll have to face a whole nother field, which to me, in some ways, he's taking the best three-year-olds and racing half at the beginning of August and the other half at the end of August. And then uh, then he'll go on to the Breeders' Cup Classic. And, um, yeah, I mean, if, you, if he does that, it's gonna, he'll go down as one of the greatest three-year-old champions of all time. Keep in mind, there was no Breeders' Cup round in 73. Ooh, correct. Yeah. So, uh, had there been... Secretary very well may have won it most likely, right? Uh, I mean, I would I would think had so. a good chance at it. Their secretary though lost races after his triple crown, and uh, you know it's 
Secretary was the most dominant Triple Crown winner because he holds every track record and all three track records. Yeah. I mean, so that, that, that's and, un and so in some ways, it's not a debate. If uh, in some ways, if Pharaoh can go three and zero in these next three, you can make a case that his overall career is better than Secretary's. So but, on the verge of greatness tonight, how do how do the people tune in to watch that? I think it's on NBC sometime around five thirty, six o'clock. I'm not check your local listings, but you know, on a light, there's light sports on right now. You basically got baseball and they got a and and some NFL and um, and not even NFL, but NFL training camps are going on, but there's nothing on TV. So it's a good thing to get out. The other thing yesterday on TV, I don't know if you checked it out, nine a.m. yesterday because you're usually not up that early. Um, is Gorgie was on TV playing a little basketball yesterday. I was actually out here yesterday morning. I know you were. Gorgie was on TV. Oh, okay. Team I saw Akeem Olajuwon out there. That's right. Dikembe Mutombo and Hakeem Olajuwon both yeah. out there. But Gorgie looked really good for Team Africa. They did a great thing. Is it safe to say Gorgie's better than Akeem Olajuwon? No, it's not safe to say that at all. Not you even. don't think it's better? No. Right now? Oh, right now? Right now, probably, yeah. Okay. So, so uh, Gorgie's doing good for Team Africa. He's going to be playing on the Minnesota team. Does, does our fan base here locally, and then you have Richard Patino at Minnesota. There's a lot of Minnesota connections. Yeah. It, it, our fan base here in the Louisville area in Kentucky, it's Carl Towns, Gorgie Jing, is yeah. the Minnesota Timberwolves our adopted team now. No. Who is? The Wizards? The, the, the Pelicans, because they got the best player, player in the world. Yeah. That's and fair. he's a Kentucky Wildcat. Okay. Um, could you imagine though that, new, that Rondo and Cousins are both in Sacramento? Yeah, and they almost got, and so is Willie. Willie. Okay, that's yeah. right. So they, they could have, uh, you know, and then the Suns have like all the Kentucky guards. Bledsoe, uh, Brandon Jake, Knight, Brandon Knight, um, uh, Devin Booker, who's playing really well. So it's lots of stuff going on. Lots of stuff going but on. But the re- the baseball, our Reds are not doing well, so we we got nothing to talk about when it comes well, to baseball. We do, but we what storylines are out there with baseball though? Well, we have got to talk about the trade deadlines. Okay. Right. I mean, did you like what the Reds did? It's so difficult to tell. Hindsight's twenty twenty. Yeah. On paper, the buster onlys of the world, the people who evaluate these type of trades say, yeah, the Reds got some good values. They got three left handed pitchers for for, I think, Cueto. And, then, and, and so that's valuable in itself, regardless almost of how good those left handed pitchers are. That's the rationale that I hear. What? You know what I mean? Absolutely. I mean, but but I, I, I got a buddy who's left handed. Does that mean he has value in the majors? Well, I, you got quality left-handed pitching with those three guys, and that's well, what's the that thing. mean? Are they major league ready? Are we ever going to see them in the majors? Two of them are. Okay. And then uh, you got, and you, I think you will see two of them in the in the major leagues within the next two seasons. So we're we're completely overhauling this this team. I Not think, completely. We're keeping Votto. We're, it looks like we're keeping Bruce. Well, they're going to keep Bruce, and t- the the winner will tell a lot. Let's see what if Bruce and Chapman are still Reds through the winter. That'll be very interesting because they got one more year left. I on say the just make Chapman a damn starter, man. Really? Yeah. Not just any kind of starter, but a damn starter. A damn starter. Okay. Make him a flame-throwing damn starter, right? Uh, they definitely well, could go that route. They well, could try. I, how 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 valuable is it to have a great closer when you don't when you, you don't close. ever when you don't ever have the lead late in games? He did close last night. It's like having he struggled a, a little bit. I could take that in some different directions, but it, um, just like I was only last 15 seconds with Ronda Rousey too. Depending <laughs> on which way you want to look at that. Yeah. Um, no. <laughs> you think Ronda Rousey would lose to Floyd Mayweather in a fight? No. Okay. No, I don't think so at all. You you think she'd beat him? Mm-hmm. I think Ronda Rousey. Though. You think Ronda Rousey could beat Floyd Mayweather up? You were if like Ronda... jumping all over the place, by the way. Sorry, that's all right. All right. <laughs> I think Ronda Rousey in the ring would would take Floyd Mayweather in an MMA fight. Yes. Especially after I saw what I saw last night. Last night, 
she decided to embarrass a girl in her hometown fighting her style, not Ronda Rousey style, and basically beat her at her own game and beat her in 34 seconds you heard, heard, and knocked her out. You heard what that girl did. What? She made jokes about Ronda Rousey's father right. and that he had killed himself. Yeah. And uh, that was that was the straw that broke the camel's and back. And she, she mentioned that, you know, you don't, don't go after my family afterwards. So um, I'm worried that Ronda Rousey – they're not going to be able to keep her entertained at UFC. Well, and that's why does, she mixes in movies and a little WWE. I think she's going to do more WWE and more acting, and she might step away from from UFC for a couple of years until they can get someone who can even fight her. I'd like to see her fight a guy. If, if I'm Ronda Rousey and I have considered making the transition, um, then I'm all about making money. She can make more money in WWE than she can in UFC. Right? Because longevity-wise, you have your fighting career. That can't last forever, right? Right. So you got to go out and make some money in the movies, in the WWE, right? And she's doing that. She's still staying active. She knows what, what why, her, her, why she's relevant is that she's a, a former Olympic judo champion and, and now the most successful female MMA fighter ever, surpassing any female boxer ever, even Layla Ali or Absolutely. Christy Martin or Ann Wolfe. Any of those boxers um, that never reached – I mean, they, they had Christy Martin matching up on Mike Tyson pay-per-views every time they came about. But but that didn't have anywhere near what Ronda Rousey has. She has sex appeal. I would actually put her as one of the top female athletes of all time, not just in the fighting game. I think it's a little ambitious. I'd say Serena is definitely ahead of her. I didn't say she was the top. I said one of the top. Okay. She's in the conversation. Yeah, she's dominant. It depends on how much weight you give to MMA. Yeah. I mean, I think... Uh, Who else would be there? Overall, like, it's Serena... Um, from, like, a women's basketball perspective, you go with, like, a... Rebecca Lobo. That's probably fair. And on the You got uh, Mia Hamm in soccer. Uh-huh. Um... I couldn't name a women's volleyball player, except a beach volleyball player, I guess I could. And it's probably not for the right reason that you can name her. No, that's not true. I'm trying to remember. What about that female pitcher, um, softball? Oh, uh, Jenny Finch? Yeah. Yeah. But she, see, I think think Ronda Rousey is more recognizable than Jenny Finch. More recognizable and more marketable, yes. I actually think, going back to this, I'm going to say that... uh, Ronda Rousey is the greatest female athlete ever? Ronda Rousey and Serena Williams... I'll even put the Williams sisters together. Would, as far as tennis goes, though, would you put Chris Everett ahead of the Williams sisters? Or the other lady. What's her name? Martina Mar- 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 Navratilova. You don't even know her name, so I guess not. I, can, I know what she looks like. <laughs> no, she's not in the same picture. Rousey's got to be in that top five, though. I mean, she has to be. It depends on what you, how much weight you give to MMA because nobody – it's like you take a female fighter and say I'm talking nobody about else fights. if I went up in the stands and I said – Who's recognizable? Who's recognizable? Yeah, she's the most recognizable female athlete outside of Serena how, Williams in the world. You're talking about money, and that's what it is all about. Yeah, and she's making a ton of money in movies. What was she in the Expendables? She's in another move, movie coming up, um, and she does WWE stuff. I would do all WWE. I would do Brock Lesnar. I would do that. You make a ton of money in the yeah, WWE. I agree. I would be all about just making money and trying to avoid getting hurt, and uh, and have the long. A long life, you know. She, yeah, because we know wrestlers have such long lives. Well, I'm talking about long <laughs> careers. Yeah, long Rick Flair and Roddy Hulk, Piper yeah, and, and Hulk Hogan and um, 
And Roddy Piper obviously was very important to her. She actually got permission from Roddy Piper to use the name Roddy. Did she say she was named after him? Huh? I don't know if that's the case. I know she went to him directly to see if she could use the name Rowdy. Oh, okay. So I think that's what the storyline is. That's too bad, man. He seemed like someone who wouldn't just drop dead. Macho Man, kind of believable, right? I'd seen some interviews on the Adam Carolla podcast with with, uh, Roddy Roddy Piper, and he seemed like he was pretty, you know, he didn't seem like he was on a bunch of different drugs. So going back to the baseball discussion. All right. Yeah. What's relevant in baseball? I'm very excited about what the Reds did. I think. Are you really, Mike? Because when they took Mike Leake and got the number one pitching prospect from the San Francisco Giants for Mike Leake and okay. got a position player who's got local ties, I'm I, that really, to me, was a great trade okay. also. I, I can go with that. I'll be a Reds fan next year. And then, yeah, I mean, obviously. I mean, I'm not, gonna, I'm not expecting them to all of a sudden compete for the playoffs next year. But I think they're putting pieces in place. And I think uh, overall I was really happy. you got to like what the Blue Jays did. And Danny Price and Troy Tolowitzki. And they look like they're on, they're poised to go after and really make a run. Uh, they still have Edwin Encarnacion. Yeah. And so it's should we have held on to him? Should the Reds have held on to him? He was such a defensive liability. But he has got such pop. Been, he he did back then too. Yeah, but he had so really many have, grand slams. I'd rather have Frazier. I think right now. Yeah, yeah. If that's then, what you're talking about. Is if you're the, putting him at first base, because that's what I think he plays in first base with the Blue Jays. I think he does. Yep. Then you're. I'd still rather have Votto. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, we can put have him in left field. Yeah. Yeah. We tried that with Adam Dunn. How'd that work out? So I, overall, I like what the Reds did. I, I, you know, I think you had to get rid of Cueto and Leak. They were able to do it. They were able to get what I feel is top-notch uh, value for them. And uh, obviously, you don't know what happens until these guys actually get on the field and perform. But I think looking back, if if we get out of this trade three guys that are eventually in the rotation, that's pretty good. What's the rotation look like next year, barring a healthy Homer Bailey? I think you're going to get Singrani. Singrani. Walk, walk master. He likes to walk people. You're going to have uh, the Stevenson kid who's at Louisville right now, Robert Stevenson. Um you're gonna. I'm trying to think who else. The the Lorenzen kid, I think, is pitching pretty well for the for the bats or for the Reds. Uh, you know, it's it, it'll be interesting. They're they're gonna have some holes to fill, but they're gonna. David film, Price you know, got his work cut out for him. Yeah. The Brian offense. Price. Brian Price. Brian Price. Yeah. The offense is where where they got to find. Now, now, obviously, they're taking the Duvall kid who played at U of L, uh, and they're gonna try to make him into a left fielder. So. Uh, Dominguez still on the roster. He got so when the when the Cueto trade happened, they designated him for assignment, which means they basically had to waive him, and then to see if they were able to. Hopefully, they were trying to want to pick him back up and put him on the bats. Dominguez because he went on some. They took him off the forty man roster. That's basically what they did. So he should be in Louisville if he uh, if he didn't get picked up, and I honestly have not checked. So. Uh, you know, so you got some former UFL players that could be playing for the bats. I, the one thing that just doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me, we haven't really talked about this, is what, what did Kyle Funkhauser do? What do you mean? He gave up first-round money, and he's coming back to Louisville. Oh, okay. And he might be damaged goods. I just – I think that was a real, real risk on his part, so – Three minutes left to go on the show, Kelly. We got, uh, we're out here again at Skyline Park watching some youth football. Uh, it's been great these last two days to, for them to host us out here and allow us to be a part of this and give. It's kind of cool to see these kids light up when we put them on the air, right? Yeah, yeah real, a lot of excitement around that. So, yeah, and, and then um, they, the kids just seem to really enjoy it. I think it adds a little something to it. It's been great to watch all the old names that we've seen around kind of give back to the sport. 
and uh, really do some really good things for youth football here and as we watch it grow. Keep in mind, we are 1450 WXVW, the only locally owned organic sports radio station in the city of Louisville in southern Indiana. That's why we do things like this, right? That's exactly what uh, our, our, uh, our leader, Duke and Ryan, has us doing, is out here on the... In the communities, the involved in the, the local the local scene. Big part of his mission. And uh, going forward now with the, with the shows, we're going to be really kind of honing in on football here. The so we're got in to. August, and we've got to start focusing on football. we got to come up with our fantasy draft strategies. i got to accept your invite. Well, I mean, you know, if you don't want to be a part of the fantasy thing. Well, otherwise, what, maybe what we should do is you and I should share my Cigar Society team. And we should just, you and I work together and try to win the Cigar Society League. I'm cool with that. When's the draft? Uh, they're actually not going to do it until the Saturday before. So you're just scratching the whole league you put together. If no one wants to sign up. How many people have accepted it? I don't know if anyone has. I'll have to go back and check. So I haven't. We'll go back and check and see where that is. But you and I might have to share the responsibility. I'm cool with that. We, we can, we talk can about strategize. That Every, all our listeners want to hear about our um, – Well, we can make it like what, the what, station team. What waiver wire, wire pickup we're going for. We can make it like the station team. So uh, we got to thank Douglas back in the studio for keeping us on the air. And uh, it's always difficult with these remotes, and we always have technical challenges. You did a great job. and uh, But overall, it's a great time being out here. And uh, we're looking forward to talking to you all next week on 1450 WXVW as we get ready for football season. Tune in to the weekend sports buzz. And uh, if you want to be a part of the show, we, we'd love to hear you too. 384-1450, that's our, that's our buzz line to uh, join the uh, conversation. So next week we'll be back in studio. This is Mike. Signing out for Mike and Kelly here on the Weekend Sports Bus. This is WXVW Jeffersonville.